There's a bunch of leopards walking around with little cups uh, jiggling it for change. Damn you, Target, for making money on us. Uh, good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. I hope that you are having a good Thursday so far. I know I am. And by the way, we have breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Mm, and I need all terrible, of you to stop terrible. what you're doing and listen. An inquisition has just wrapped up in uh, the, the great Ireland, uh, in the great island of Ireland. It seems 67-year-old grandfather... Jasper Krause, originally from the Netherlands, struck down in his prime. That's right. He was out there protecting his land after a child was attacked by a violent rooster. That's right. Ireland has deadly cocks because Jasper Krause was attacked by the same cock. The cock drove its spur into his leg, causing massive bleeding and the man to have a heart attack. 67-year-old Jasper Krause, no longer with us due to a violent cock in Ireland. Yes, I did all of that just so I can make the double entendre of a violent cock. Now, we also do have other breaking news. Before I can before I can even get to the good mornings, I have to let you know that the Colleen School District here in Texas has sent out a notice to all students. This is from the Colleen Kangaroos. And the, it's titled Masturbation Notice. All students are hereby notified that masturbation in the Colleen High School toilets is a violation of the Colleen Independent School District Code of Conduct. It is prohibited to masturbate in the bathroom, floors, and stalls. Bathroom school pipes are not designed to handle semen. Semen-related costs run into the thousands every year. Please refrain from masturbating during school hours and do it at your own times at home. <laughs> it, it, wait, now, wait a second. Hold on a second. I was once a young man. In high school, we were deathly afraid of being caught masturbating. Oh, everybody did it. Everybody fucking did it. And and those those new kids that that you, you oh yeah, 
if you do that, you're going to grow hair on your palms, and every fucking kid would look at his damn palm. I can't imagine busting a nut in my high school bathroom. Good Lord. They sent this out to all the kids? (laughs) This is the greatest thing ever sent out by a school. Uh, I'll I'll even look. I, I hope it shares with you. Oh, man, that is good stuff right there. Uh, Let's say some good mornings, shall we? Looky here, first one here. Well, Lottie frickin' dog! Stray Fire says, let's get this day started. Bring it on, Arnie. I shall do that, my friend. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Good morning to you. Fred! Good morning to you, Fred. He says, good morning, y'all. Derek says, good morning, ass family. It's Friday Eve. Let's do this. The good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Always enjoy Thursday shows with Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Yeah, he's going to be on. We have a lot of sports to talk about today, including the triumphant return of a megastar. That's all I'm going to say. Sanchez family, what's popping? What's happening, brother? Andrew says, well, Lottie freaking dodge Thursday-ass family. Let's get this party started. Indeed, we shall. Oh, my lucky stars. You can't have a party without the one and only party animal known as Braddy Kid. You shut your face. If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. All right. Well, hey, I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Uh, let's see. Oh, we'll get here. Round here, we speak American, okay, but Mate says, good morning, ass, and AIG, because I know we're going to hear about it today. The Japanese word of the day is yakuyu, translation, baseball. Damn right we're going to talk baseball today. Can't wait. Pitchers and catchers all reported uh, this week. B. Coop says it's not real. She also has a video about a GNR shirt. I thought that was bratty kid. Uh, looky there, uh, we have Alicia in the house. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo, pay me. Good morning, Alicia. I hope you have a great day. Bratty kid says death by cock. Battleborn says, morning ass shit. Sure happy it's Thursday. Cowboys girl, good morning. Or she's laughing at that. Oh, girl, buenos dias, amigo. He says, Mi, uh, mio Dios, Santa, fuck balls, it's Thursday. Fuck a leather couch. Uh, fuck your couch. <laughs> good morning, Arnie, and the rest of the ass family from Whitewashed. Well, oh, man. I, I This guy, I, I, Joe Biden... Joe Biden, Joe Biden. I I just I I, I I'm just gonna play it. I tell you, wait, hold on. He he's speaking uh, yesterday in Maryland and talking about Wes Moore, Maryland's first black governor. Got a hell of a new governor in Wes Moore. I tell you. He's the real deal, and the boy looks like he can still play. <laughs> he got some guns on him. <laughs> you got a hell of a new governor in Westmore, I tell you. 
He's the real deal, and the boy looks like he can still play. <laughs> the 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 boy, the boy. Did I did I mention that 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 Westmore is African American? First black governor of Maryland. Um, and he said the boy. Now, this morning I I, I do believe that. Uh, President Biden is on his way to Walter Reed to get his annual physical and checkup. Can they just keep him there, please? You, you, look, look, look. I, I'm not going to play the game with this. The, because playing the game with this is just stupid. Because, uh, okay, let's do it. Since since the world is, is wrapped around in stupidity all over the place. If Donald Trump said it. If Donald Trump said it, the world would be on fire right now. That's what this first this first break today, especially some of these stories, I, I don't know how the world is not engulfed in flames right now due to the stupid people. Thank God for people like us, ass family. He's the real deal, and the boy looked like he could still play. What does he play? Does he play basketball? You know, a uh, 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 a favorite sport of the 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 colored folk is probably Joe still calls them, or is he a football player? Are you kidding me? I I, I mean, I, are you serious that that this old white president and and by the way, people still think that there's still thirty percent of this country that thinks he's doing a good job. Calling a black man a boy. How many gaffes does this guy get before we just go enough? I mean, it's getting... It, 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 I can't wait till he breaks out the hard R ending. When he breaks out the hard R ending because he's down... Maybe, I don't know, uh, one of the rappers will come visit him. Oh, my God. And the guns on him. A black man has guns in Maryland. Very insensitive thing to say. Well, that now, now see, look here. Here's what we need to know. Oh, no, that's not it. This is it. And once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust see, me. So, I, I mean, I guess they're about to change thanks to Joy Behar. <laughs> uh, swoosh, good morning to you, my friend. I halfway think Joe meant he can still play gospel music and sing old slave songs. Oh my God! And there he is. Hey, and and the 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 governor's clapping for him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, boss. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, uh, can I shine your shoes? This is ridiculous. And by the way, by the way, here's the thing: nobody's gonna call him out. He ain't going to be, Michael Che ain't going to make fun of him on Saturday Night Live. No black comedians are going to come out and go, oh, man, Joe refers to us as boys. Nobody's going to come out and say it. He's protected. It's going to be all of us over here on this side who have ushered a phrase or two that we've gotten in trouble for and go, what? But it, look, look, look. Doesn't stop there. Joe Biden is completely lost. It, this is a speech he gave, and I, and I have a question for all my Northern Nevada listeners. 
please, please tell me. Um, when he after he butchers the shit out of this bridge over the uh, over the over the Holly River, look, and and Warsaw, or excuse me, Washoe County in Nevada, we're spending eighty nine billion dollars to add several lanes bridge over the. Um. All right, uh, Northern Nevada listeners. Where in Northern Nevada are they spending $89 billion on lanes? What are they building that cost $89 billion? That's with a B. Is there a road project that cost $89 billion? And he's reading all that from a teleprompter. He's lost. The, the old man is lost. Uh, over, the, over the Holly River. Look, and, and Warsaw, or excuse me, Washoe County in Nevada, we're spending $89 billion to add several lanes. Bridge over the... Several lanes? Several lanes to what? A, 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 a highway to the moon? $89 billion they're spending in northern Nevada? Please tell me where. I mean, did the entire railroad project cost $89 billion? Where they sunk the railroad into the ground? And it, that, that took forever, but they got it done. $89 billion? For what? Oh, he's got to be off. Now, if it's like $8 billion, okay, 8 to 9, but 89, please, somebody let me know. Oh, that poor old man. Now, where do I go here? You know, let's go here. Let's stay, let's let's just stay within the uh, thing. There was a news story about this yesterday. I think it's at the airport, but I'm not sure. I'm just happy he pronounces Nevada right. Very true. He does pronounce. I'll give him credit. He does not. He does not refer to it the other way, Nevada. Oh boy, boy, you want to piss off Nevada residents? You pre- you pronounce it the other way. Good old Pete Booty Gig was at it again yesterday. By the way, is anybody competent in this administration? I'm just wondering, does anybody know how to do their jobs? The 41-year-old former mayor pushed back against claims his department was not helping enough with the fiery derailment, which, by the way, he hasn't. And what did he do? He meant he spent $89 billion at the Bunny Ranch to sniff the hair of hookers. Pete Buttigieg instead pointed to an electronic brake rule that the Trump administration repealed and his own transportation department has made no effort to bring back. Pete Buttigieg, instead of doing what's right, And I, I'm, I'm sorry, what's right is taking care of those residents of East Palestine, Ohio. 
People that were lined up out of the high school gym last night because they want answers. The story I heard yesterday was about 4,000 fish have wound up dead in lakes and, and creeks and ponds around this area. Now, what you don't extrapolate from that is this. 4,000 fish. Well, that's a lot of fish. It is. And let's say that half of those fish were female. So there you go. There's 2,000 fish that were female. And let's say that half of those 1,000 fish were pregnant. How many millions of fish have been killed by this? And I'm not some kind of environmentalist. I'm not some kind of, you know, tree-hugging hippie that's going to burn my bra and draft card. But instead of going and fixing the solution, boy, it's politics as usual, and we point at the previous administration. Someone who hasn't been in office for almost three years and his people haven't been there for three years, and your people have not done anything to change this electric. How about instead of pointing at, we point at the fucking bank, and we say we're going to clean up. It doesn't matter how much it costs, we're going to clean up this area. Because that's our job as the federal government. That shit is going on... uh, That shit going on is okay for the environment, but not gas, diesel-powered vehicles. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Isn't that amazing? See, and and, and everybody will be like, well, Arnie, you're you're not environmentalist. Because I'm going to make fun of Greta Thunberg later today. And I'm not. This is not an environmental problem. Well, it is an environmental problem. This is this doesn't fall under the eyes. And by the way, where is Greta Thunberg? How come she hasn't sailed her little shitty ass over to America and, and showed up in Ohio yet to say, to, to, to just cut, all I want her to do is be on American soil and say, How dare you? That's all. Oh, you're out selling your book. We're going to talk about your book a little bit later, honey. This is not about the the environment. This is doing right by people. People are already complaining of migraines. All kinds of shit. Now, do I think some people are milking it? Of course, they're in America. But this is still not right. Uh, Conspiracy theorists are going nuts with these derailments. They were saying that the government will use lockdowns using the environment as a reason. They theorize these spills will start the lockdowns. Fuck that twat. I want her to go bitch out the Saudi king over pollution. Amen to that. Go go to China, honey. See what they tell you in China. They might cook you in India. I don't know. Going back to this, uh, the, the, the conspiracy theorists going around. I have an uneasy feeling lately about our government doing bad things to us. 
like continuing lockdowns, especially with the election just a year away now? Are they? I. They can't be that dumb. Because you see, what happened, and, and this is what's going to happen the next time we get locked down. A lot of people uh, participated in the lockdowns because we had to. And there were a lot of people, like me, I, I, we went out every day. We, we didn't stay locked in. We went out. We went to grocery stores. went to the fucking Sam's Club. went to any place that was open. I was out. Went to restaurants. I had to bring it home. That part sucked because everything gets cold on the way home. Still went out. And then... Then it it started to open up, and people were, you know, you'd lose your license if you opened up, things like that. And people were starting to fight back. Well, near the end of everything, everybody was fighting back. There there was only a small contingent of people that were still doing the whole lockdown, masks everywhere, all this kind of bullshit. And then I moved from, from California to Texas, and nothing was closed. It was amazing to see that Two states in the same country, the freedoms that were so different. And the population, look, look, there's more people in California, about 9 million more people in California than than Texas, but okay. But hey, we're still a bigger state. Um, There's still people everywhere in big cities. Oh, and I, I, I think a lot of people are going to learn from it. Oh, I do. I, I, I think and as long as it's not that Margberg thing that we talked about the other day where like 80% or 90% of people die when they get it because you bleed from your eyeballs. People are going to resist. And, and not only people, but, but businesses are going to resist because there's no bouncing back again. We will not be able to bounce back again. If we lock everything down again like we did for COVID, there's no coming back. And if you don't believe me, if you don't believe me on this, that's fine. Uh, I saw a story yesterday about a homeless encampment that is inside O'Hare Airport. The second busiest airport in America. And there's a homeless encampment inside of the airport. Why is there nothing being done about that? We see streets like in Philadelphia, and I hate Philadelphia because of the Eagles and their rotten sports fans, but it's still a historic, a historic city in this country. Yet it has been defined by journalists uh, that I see all over the internet, all over the world, as a third world camp with all their their open air drug markets. You know, like the ones in California. When did all these open air drug markets start? Is that around COVID time? Because I don't remember a bunch of fucking homeless people getting COVID. Do you? Homeless people were still out and about. They didn't get COVID. They weren't dropping dead by the thousands. But these open-air drug markets started. And it's a way of trying to turn our country into a third-world nation. Now, you can disagree with me. 
Um, oh, wow. Look at that. Good news. We're going to have a, a, a call-in guest host tomorrow. Ruby's going to be on the show tomorrow. Ruby hasn't been on the show in a long, long time. We'll see what's going on with her. Um, but our country is slowly turning into this third world nation. When you go to major cities like, I don't know, Los Angeles, and you see giant homeless camps there, and, and, and even if you go to our biggest city, New York City. New York City! Well, there's all, all these homeless on the streets there that they work really hard to clean up. And um, not to mention all the migrants that are there because they won't live in the shelter that was built for them. America looks like a third world country. Austin, Texas, don't even get me started. Portland, Seattle. Seattle's morgue isn't, isn't big enough to equip all the overdose deaths they have. I dare the next leader of this country to clean up America. Clean it up. That's your job. I, I, I've gotten to the point where if you want to ba- just dig a big old hole in the north part of New Mexico and the south part of Colorado, that's Captain Flyover right there. Let's just dig a big hole and put them all in there. Drug markets are for dim votes. Here's your drugs. The circles are filled out for you. Sign the ballot here. Yep. Look, man. And by the way, the rest of the world is watching this. That, that, that's the part that, that gets me the most, is that the rest of the world is watching this, and they're seeing that this once great, pristine country that we had, this example of democracy that was supposed to work and show everybody, hey, it works. Now nothing more than a slum. That's right. I call. I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll say it. America's a slum. Um. Hey, there's Ruby. No, job number one: take out Hollywood. That's a cleanup job. No. no here, here's job number one. Job number one is clean up the media. How about we get reporters that actually report news stories? Hmm? How about we get a leader that comes in, and I I don't care who it is, who tells America to sack the fuck up? Because I'm going to tell you something real quick. I know I played it, and I made fun of Joe Biden saying, calling the, the governor of Maryland a boy. Joe Biden's an old man. He's 84 years old, right? Or 83 years old. My dad would have been 93 this year, so he would have been 92. So a, a, a few years older than Joe, but same kind of, same era. And let me just tell you, they call everybody boy. 
Anybody that's younger than them, they call boy. White, black, Mexican, Chinese, Japanese, I don't care. Any kind of can, an African, a Jamaican, a Puerto Rican, they call them all boys. So, job, before we clean up the media, here, job number one is this. Sack the fuck up, America. Get over yourselves. You're not that important. Stop taking offense to everything. Last night, South Park, I, I, I watched it this morning uh, because they make fun of Harry and Meghan, the Markles. And they make fun of the people that actually do pay attention to the Markles. And it was genius. It was well-written. It was funny as shit. I haven't seen the end of it yet because uh, I, I started it late. But I... We need to get over ourselves first. When something bad happens to you, it's not personal. Uh, let's see. Uh, fines to major news networks for not reporting real news. I'd love to see that. Oh, come on. You can't criticize the media. If you do, you're against a free press and against democracy, according to them and their leftist lapdogs. And that, that, that's funny that they're using all those words against them because, oh, we got an update on that damn trans doctor from yesterday. I'm sorry, pharmacist, but that is a doctor, but we'll get back to it. Most important word in America is a three-letter word, and it is J-O-B-S, jobs. Oh, I think Joe says it best. Nothing to tackle the number one job facing the middle class, and it happens to be a three-letter word. Jobs. J-O-B-S. Jobs. God, you gotta love him. You gotta love him. Fuck the fourth estate in their uh, high horse. uh, Self-appointed arbiter of all morality position. Fuck all of them. Uh, But he's a woke 83-year-old and pushes the race card at will. He gets no pass. Sanctimonious. That's the word right there. I couldn't figure it out at first. Sorry. And do you know how it starts? Let let me just tell you how it real starts. It starts with two words. And this is why I love this show so much and the people that listen to this show is because they believe in this as well. Um, Oh, shit, I forgot the second word now. Um, Oh, God damn it. Oh, self, it's self something. Oh, crap. Not self-control. Um, oh, self-responsibility. Taking care, being responsible. Admitting you're wrong. Owning up to your faults. Nobody likes to do it. But for the love of God, have some pride in yourself. If you make a mistake, it's okay. Everybody makes mistakes. No, not self-sufficient. Self-responsibility. That's it right there, self-responsibility. If you have self-responsibility, if you're responsible for yourself, but nobody wants to take responsibility for their actions. Pete Booty gig right there, that was a perfect example of 
uh, you could have you you could have done anything, but what you did was you blamed the previous administration, and that's weak. I don't expect him and that the 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 where he is in his office to go well. This is my fault because I didn't change these electric locks that were on that were the previous administration didn't change either. He's, he's not gonna. He's not gonna. He's not gonna take credit for that or do that. Arise, good morning to you in the uh, the OK state of Oklahoma. Get it? The OK state of Oklahoma. It's not the great state. No, that's Texas. The OK. The OK state is Oklahoma. Personal responsibility. That was the two words. Self not in there. Personal responsibility. Have some. Now, you want to talk about personal responsibility? Um, You know this shooting that just happened at Michigan State? Remember that? Remember that? The shooting that happened at Michigan State just recently. Three students were killed. I still don't know what kind of gun it was. Or, or, or I don't care, due to what I found out yesterday. Everything is Trump's fault, no responsibility. And why doesn't the media say you had two-year-old to change this, so why haven't you? Yeah. Because they don't do their jobs. They don't do their jobs. The shooting that happened at Michigan State probably should have never happened due to the woke prosecutor. Anthony McRae is the shooter. Prosecutor's name is Carol Simeon. When he was arrested in 2019, he was arrested on felony weapons charges. He was charged with carrying a concealed weapon, a felony which would have been prevented him from buying or owning any other weapons if he was convicted. Instead, the prosecutor's office lowered the offense to a misdemeanor. Meaning they had this guy. This is a preventable, and, and by the way, we don't need to strengthen gun laws. We don't need to take guns out of legal gun owners' hands. No, no, we don't have to. If we simply do one thing, if if one person did one thing... Do your fucking job. ...and prosecute this guy who has a concealed weapon, which is a felony in the state of Michigan at that time. He was given a two-year probation from which he was discharged in 2021. That's amazing to me. Truly, truly amazing. That, that shooting could have been avoided. Now, now look, if he's crazy and he's going to commit crimes, then... 
he's going to use, I don't know, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, that's right. He can maybe rent a truck like that guy in New York did. By the way, New York is about to rule. Uh, I don't know if it's this week or if it's next week they're going to rule. It'll be the first time the state of New York has uh, has put anyone to death, but that guy who rented the Home Depot truck, member of ISIS, and ran over eight people, yet we have not banned Home Depot trucks yet. I just want to point that out. Because it happened again this week, too. Somebody rented, like, a U-Haul truck, and they ran over some people. And I didn't do the story mainly because nobody gives a shit about it. And we're never going to stop renting trucks, so there's no reason to do it. Adding new laws wouldn't have done anything. Enforcing the current laws would have, though. Amen, they would have. Now. God, this makes me so mad. When I, when, when I, when I, when I read these things, I, I just get so mad. You remember yesterday here on the big show? We talked about this court case in Arkansas. It wasn't a court case. It was a um, it was state senators having one of their, you know, waste of money get togethers. And they're talking about transgender people and things like this. And they had a doctor, a pharmacist. I understand you worked real hard in school and everything, but remember at the end of that clip, she's like, I'm a doctor, and I would like to be respected. Okay, you're a pharmacist. You you work at CVS. Stone these DAs. They're giving out sweet deals, so when it comes to election time, they can say they have high conviction rates. Even though they plea down, still counts as a conviction. Yeah, it's weak. Bad guys should hire old senile drivers to do their deeds, hire old people to drive a rental truck and give bad MapQuest directions. They kill a bunch of people and nobody feels bad because, oh, it's a cute old person. I got the gas confused with the brake. Uh, by the way, if you do not recall yesterday, this is what we played. You said that you're a trans woman. I trans female, yes, ma'am, sir. Do you have a penis? horrible yes it's horrible that we have to even ask that question these days um dr gwendolyn herzig discussed wanting genital reconstructive surgery meaning that when she was questioned about having a penis on monday she said, discussed her desire to have genital reconstructive during an interview less than two weeks ago. Meaning, that question, the answer is, why, yes, sir, I do have a penis. Which, if I was once again the state senator in Arkansas, and let me tell you, I fucking panned out of that job when I was in third grade because I was too smart. But that's okay. I would say, doctor, you have a penis. How are you a woman? This, this has got to stop. This has just got to stop. This, this is, it's, it's, it's so dumb that we have these conversations now. Literally, they're making our cities into slums. 
and they're turning our people into mindless fucking robot zombies that are stupid. How? Oh, how? Oh, how, oh, how, oh, how? Can you have a penis and testicles and ever be a woman? Hmm? Hmm? I'll wait. I got to put a dip in anyway. Got to get ready for Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Anybody? Okay, another question here. How can you be born with fallopian tubes and a vagina and be a man? Now, now the fallopian tubes and all the stuff that, that you, you have to make a baby, they don't have to work. You're just born with them. They don't have to work. You're born with them. How can you be a man? Derek says the answer is no. That's for the first one. Oh, and it's the answer for the second one, too. Do you know why we're doing this? Do you know why we're doing this? Because we don't want to hurt people's feelings. That's why we're doing this. If you get down to the grassroots of this and you can say you're born this way and you can do all this kind of shit, oh, I was a woman born in a man's body. Okay. Convince me of it. Well, uh, I remember as a kid... And, and they'll say stuff like this. They'll say stuff like, well, as a kid, I felt, oh, whoa, 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 If I got to continue here, um, feelings can't be a part of this. I need some concrete proof that you, when you were born a little boy, you thought you were a girl. Did, did you start bleeding from your private area? No, you didn't. Okay, but, but well, you, well, I, I never felt, but once again, I, I'm, I'm sorry, we, we, we don't play with feelings here, because you see, everybody has feelings, and the reason that we are doing this is so that nobody feels bad. Well, they might feel bad because, well, they think there's something else. Okay, there's something wrong with the brain then. Okay, and, and we can fix that. Now, if you want to dress like, if you're a man, and you want to dress like a gal, and you want people to call you a gal, and you want all this kind of stuff, hey, you know what? More power to you. You still got to use the men's restroom. Sorry about that, buddy. You see, because uh, 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 ladies, real ladies, don't want a, a cock and balls in their restroom. You know why? Because a cock and balls means dirt. Look, 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 even though women's restrooms are a lot worse than men's, I've cleaned them both. They, they, they don't want the cock and balls to invade their, their vaginal region. 
Ogre says, I'll give the woke answer having seen a bunch of Charlie Kirk and Michael Knowles videos. Gender is a social construct. Now, never mind that idea is only something within the last few years is a lame rubber crutch of logic created and spread to justify their look-at-me weirdness. I don't even understand what social construct means. I've heard it, and you're, Ogre, you're 100% right. But I'm, I'm going to peel the onion back even further. This is all about feelings. But that's why we have the I identify as movement, so your feelings can be justified. Yes, exactly. Hey, 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 you know what? If you want to identify as that, you want to, you want to pretend. See, see, this is this is the genius of this whole fucking thing. This is the genius of the whole thing. They have switched words. I identify as a woman. They've changed the word to identify from I'm pretending to be a woman. Hey, if you feel more comfortable dressing as a gal and all that kind of stuff, like I said, go ahead. But don't try to say that you're a woman because you're not. Don't try to change the definition of woman in the, in, in, in the dictionary. Because it's not right. And when people disagree with you on this, don't end their careers. Or not necessarily disagree with you, but make fun of you because you're different. You see, because that's what we've done since, I don't know, since Adam and Eve. Is it something is different or strange to us? The way a majority of people, uh, I, I won't say a majority of people, I'll say a lot of people. The way a lot of people deal with that is by making fun of it. You know why? Because that's how they have to deal with it. That's their self-soothing. They're ferberizing themselves that way. By saying, I'm going to make fun of it, that way I can, I can actually understand this. Now, is that right? No, but it's the way they handle it. How about these kids that identify as animals and wear fucking tails to school and it's allowed? It's allowed because, once again, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, that's true. There are cat boxes in schools across this country because people let their kids say, oh, I identify as a puppy dog. Oh, you do? Well, then you sleep the fuck outside, motherfucker. This over Man, oh, man. Look, I don't think your kid should be thrown to the wolves, but you got to teach them that the world... <laughs> and you block them from websites, why? Why do you block your kids from websites? If you're willing to do all this stuff, why are you blocking them from all the dirty websites? Why are you blocking them from rated R movies? Oh, you're trying to protect them. Well, I got to say, you're doing an awful shitty job of that. An awful shitty job. To explain what the whole gender construct meaning is, it means that as a society, we created norms for certain genders, and it was constructed based on social constructs. Now, was that Alicia or was that the vice president of the United States right there? 
I am just so tired of this movement. So tired of it. I, I, I am so done. But you know what's great is that there are people in our society that, that still don't give a fuck. This is a story that came out yesterday, and it's a true story. What is we're having so much damn feedback in here? That one? Fuck. After completing his Stanford application, high school senior Ziad Ahmed realized an important component was missing amid a flurry of standardized test scores and extracurricular activities. His voice and passion. That's when he decided to take a gamble. And he said, in response to a question asking what matters to you and why, the teen wrote hashtag Black Lives Matter a hundred times. That's all he wrote. In response to a question from Stanford, one of the top colleges in the world, what matters to you and why? And he submitted hashtag Black Lives Matter a hundred times. And he was admitted into Stanford University. (laughs) Men are stronger and go hunt. Women focus better and gather and have more emotional correction to offspring and raise children. Holy fucking shit. How could that happen in nature, right? You mean norms that evolved in early civilization out of what happens in nature? Exactly. Uh, He did not get a full scholarship, but he did receive an acceptance letter. All because he wrote the words, hashtag Black Lives Matter, a hundred times. By the way, uh, he didn't do the assignment. Real quick, I, I'd like to point something out here. I know that I'm not a uh, a, a Stanford, uh, you know, professor. Or I'm not from Harvard, but I, I do work with words, and I say a lot of words, and I, I I do believe that words matter. What matters to you, and why? He just wrote Black Lives Matter. Where's the why? Why do black lives matter? I'm not asking that question. I'm asking on behalf of Stanford University. Um, He didn't complete the assignment. I would have looked at that and said, okay, you said black lives matter 100 times. But no, why? Well, we're going to rip this one up. (laughs) Gone. But of course not. He wrote black lives matter, and now he's probably the most woke student in Stanford. Congratulations, pussy. He said, oh, oh, this is what he meant by, oh, you ready for this? This is good. It was important to me. Oh, hold on a second. His name is Ziad Ahmed. It was important to me that the admissions officers literally hear my impatience for justice and the significance of this issue. The hashtag conveys my frustration with the failure of the judicial system to protect the black community from violence, systematic inequality, and political disenfranchisement. By the way, by the way, that was only read afterwards. 
that was not part of this. But nature is not your friend. No, it's not. Nature is not your friend. And this is why you have to fucking, you're forced to deal with it. Desert Runner says, hashtag Ask Family Matters. Write that ten a hundred times and send it in to Stanford. See if you can get in. Look, I, I, I've never said this before, but I'll say it now. If you're a person like me and you're kind of like-minded like me, don't send your kids to college because they'll come out and you'll hate your kids. You will, you will absolutely positively hate your kids because all this is is a four-year indoctrination program into socialism slash communism into, um, uh, by the way, and by the way, if you're sending your white kids to college, they're going to come home and they're going to be guilty white kids. They don't have to be guilty for anything. See, this, and and I'm going way over because I got one more story I got to do before I get to Joe. But um, this is the narrative. This is the narrative because they use words like social constructs and things that really have no meaning whatsoever. But the liberal media picks up on it and they run with it and they report these stories, not reporting the real stories, you know, like chemical spills in Ohio or anything like that or balloons over our heads being shot down or a pipeline being blown up by the president of the United States over in Russia. But I'm getting ahead of myself. The narrative is this. If you're white, you should be guilty. The end. Now, the other colors, well, the the lighter you are, the worse we're going to treat you. That's the way it's gotten to be. Asian students, there is a cap of how many Asian students they can admit at Harvard. Why? What happened to the best getting into the best? If I have a Major League Baseball team, I am not going to hire them based on the United Colors of Benetton. I'm going to get the best players at every position if I have the money and I can afford to. Asians are fighting this, and rightfully so. Hey, If you want your white kid to get into Harvard, tell him to fucking study. Oh, but then he can't get into his other programs and do other things. Well, tough fucking titties. The fucking Chinese kid's doing it. That's another part that fucked up college. College is like like Harvard and Yale, the Ivy League schools, the big top schools. It used to be about getting grades. Now it's about, oh, what else do you do? Are you in groups or do you do this? Do you do that? Do you do this? Because you're not going to have time to do this, that, and the other when you're at Harvard because you have to fucking study. I swear to God, we are getting dumber every fucking day. Well, he says, adios, ass family. I got a class to work, uh, go catch y'all tomorrow. All right, have a great class today. 
saw this kid on a recent Vice panel on YouTube. It was a discussion about Asian Americans, and he took every conversation off the rails and bring up African Americans and Hispanics just to show how woke he was. Two conservatives on the panels ate his lunch. Can't get in as white? Go trans. How is the university going to say no and resist claims of being transphobic? It's such a great hustle now, like a video game when it says victim level achieved. If I had to hire a lawyer and I had endless resources, if I was up on murder charges, let's say I might have done it. And I have all the money in the world. You know where I'm going? I'm going to call Harvard and say, who is your best graduate you've ever had from your law school? Oh, uh, and are they alive? I'm going to pay that. And, and by the way, by the way, uh, uh, I'm going to even ask this color. What color are they? And if they say any other color than white, I'm not going to go there. You want to know why? Because in my humble opinion, my life is on the line here, so I have to protect my life by every means necessary. I want the kid who got into Harvard based on his merits. Not based on being a trans, not based on filling a quota. I want my, I want, and, and that's the way it used to be. I don't want, maybe now I would go and go, who is your best Asian student that's graduated? Because they've, they've ultimately earned their way in. And I know I'd be deemed a racist and a misogynistic and all this kind of stuff. I, I don't care. My life is on the line and I have the money to pay for it. So fuck off. It takes a lot to get to the fuck off level. And I, I, I think that's the thing that I appreciate the most about doing this show. I don't have fuck you money. I don't, I'm not even close to having fuck you money. But I have a platform that says fuck you. If you want to come after me, you can come after me. If you want to have a discussion, I'll be more than happy to have a discussion with anybody about anything. But don't bullshit me. Uh, if I'm up on murder charges, I'm getting Ben Shapiro. Uh, hey, he'd be one of my top people I'd think about. The person I'm not hiring is this person right here. A preschool, and, and you know what? This is this is so fitting, and you know what? We have to do this. And I got to thank Braddy Kid for finding this. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Uh, it's at a preschool in Miami. After the preschool intentionally put blackface on some students. A move staffers proudly touted as a way to celebrate Black History Month. <laughs> Pictures of at least two toddlers in blackface were posted by a teacher on the school's inter internal app. 
As you can imagine, the story states, the pictures started circulating showing two-year-olds dressed in police and construction worker costumes with dark makeup plastered on their faces. They brought the video up to the preschool's director to express her outrage, but claims that she downplayed the racist nature of it, asking, why is it a big deal? Oh, why is it a big deal? Well, let's see. Um, I'll share the story with you and the pictures. Um, oh, it, uh, let's see what this mom has to say. Oh, TMZ, this will be a fucking hour-long commercial. Um, she downplayed I, I I love the fact that she downplayed it. Courtney, why don't you first uh, tell us how you learned of this, what happened, and what your reaction was. Um, it was Friday. Uh, it was about a week and a half ago, so Friday, February 3rd. And I'm driving home from the grocery store. Our local down here is Publix. And it's Friday afternoon. Uh, one of my mom's Ghetto. friends calls me, and she's like, you won't believe what they did in my son's class today. Um, and I'm like, what? She's like, well, they painted their kids in blackface and said happy Black History Month. At first, I was like, there's no, there's no ducking way, right? Like, get out of here, shut the door, like, you know. And she's like, oh, here, boom, she's sending me all the photos from the class. And they painted the kids' face in blackface and said happy Black History Face to all the kids. <sighs> I mean, it's just so funny. I, I don't know who did it better. I mean, it, we had the 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 uh, the school district in New York City. New York City. Not appropriate. On February first, served chicken and waffles, and I believe there was watermelon Kool Aid. Uh, I I don't know who wins Black History Month here. I, I I'm I'm just not I'm I'm not sure. By the way, we, we still have, don't we have a few days left in this month? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, we got 12 days left. <laughs> Let's see what people can do. Phone number is 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up right here on the Mixler board as well. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is coming up next. Cowboys ain't easy to love and they're harder to hold. They'd rather give you a song than diamonds or gold. Long star belt buckles and old faded Levi's, and each night begins a new day. If you don't understand him, he don't die young. He'll probably just ride away. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Guitars that drive them old trucks. Let them be doctors and lawyers and such. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Cause they never stay home and they're always alone. Even with someone they love. 
was like smoky old pool rooms and clear mountain mornings. Little warm puppies and children and girls of the night. Them that don't know him won't like him, and them that do sometimes won't know how to take him. He ain't wrong, he's just different, but his pride won't let him do things to make you think he's right. Man. 
some homemade wine But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For forty-three dollars my friend lost his life Spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause the country boy can survive Country folks can survive Cause you can't stop us out And you can't make a run Cause when them old boys raise on shotgun We say grace and we say ma'am If you ain't into that You don't give a damn We're from North California And South Alabama And little towns all around this land We can scan a buck And run a trot line And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive Country boy can survive Country folks can survive Well, I woke up Sunday morning With no way to hold my head That didn't hurt And the beer I had for breakfast Wasn't bad So I had one more for dessert Then I fumbled in my closet Through my clothes And found my cleanest dirty shirt Then I washed my face and combed my hair And stumbled down the stairs to meet the day I'd smoked my mind the night before With cigarettes and songs I'd been picking But I lit my purse and watched a small kid Playing with a can that he was kicking Then I walked across the street And caught the Sunday smell Of someone's frying chicken And Lord, it took me back to something That I lost somewhere Somehow along the way On a Sunday morning sidewalk I'm wishing, Lord, that I was stoned Cause there's something in a Sunday That makes a body feel alone And there's nothing sure to die in That's half as lonesome as the sound Sleeping city sidewalk And Sunday morning coming down In the park I saw a daddy With a laughing little girl The 
that he was swinging And I stopped beside a Sunday school And listened to the songs they were singing Then I headed down the streets And somewhere far away a lonely bell was ringing And it echoed through the canyons Like a disappearing dream of yesterday On a Sunday morning sidewalk I'm wishing, Lord, that I was stoned Cause there's something in a Sunday That makes a body feel alone Nothing short of dying That's half as lonesome as the sound Of the sleeping city sidewalk And Sunday morning coming down Seven seven five three five seven F A N S. Welcome back to the big show here on a Thursday, also known as Friday Eve. Moments away from Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Uh, Ruby's going to be on the show tomorrow. Going to join me for part of the show tomorrow. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so let's call Joe right now. Uh, last break. Let's see. Man, that shit made me laugh. What the, the school dressing the kids up in blackface? Fucking a. I swear. All right. Let's see. Call this number. Okay, call Joe Murphy. That number right there. I'm calling the right number this time. Hello. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, I presume? Yes, sir, and uh, as I'm also known in a lot of the pickup games in, like, uh, you know, Harlem, Brooklyn, Compton, White Mamba. White Mamba is in the house. That's good. right. That's the way I do it. Uh, good morning, White Mamba. How are you today? <laughs> I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Uh, I am very, very well. Joe, before we get started and go down the, the, the road of baseball because pitchers and catchers are back and everything is right in the world, we have to revisit last Sunday and the Super Bowl. Joe, what were your thoughts? Uh, awesome Super Bowl. So, you know, great. The, the, the two best teams, a great game, some bad calls at the end there. Uh, you know, I thought the, the, the holes, I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I guess some of the, you know, some of the uh, Eagles said it was a hold, but I, it didn't look like a hold to me. But anyway, the great Eagles game overall. Said it. The Eagles said it. The guy said it. He came out and said, yeah, I held him. Yeah. So, it's a terrible way for the Super Bowl to end, but hey, it was a good game. Yeah, yeah, it was a good game. What uh, what were your thoughts on halftime? Uh, you know, I I was I thought it was a good show. Really? I thought it was a good show. You know, it's okay. 
they obviously they you know a lot of times they just lip sync because you know they don't need that mic going out when she's floating above right. the field right. you know so right a lot now. of times they'll just lip sync and she wasn't singing a couple of times you know during the, but you know what it, what are you gonna do you got it's halftime of a football game I, I never get too critical I, I thought it was a decent show okay I I, I thought it was the worst show ever uh, but that's just me <laughs> I, I, I mean it, it was awful it was. Uh, Somebody who hasn't entertained in seven years, who hasn't been on tour in seven years. Okay, let's put her in the Super Bowl. But uh, well, she was with Child also. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, quite a ways along with Child. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you think about the the commercials? Anything stand out great for you? Nothing, you know. Uh, nothing real big. I, you know, as a Breaking Bad fan, I like the you know because mm-hmm. I think Tuco could have been better. He could have been a little yeah. more psycho, yeah, you know, in that little- Breaking Bad ad. That was good. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying that was a good ad. So keep going. Yeah, that was a good ad. Yeah, because he's just like goes, you know, two goes just to, you know, he just, you know, does these power rails and he's just out of control. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but it's about chips. You know, Walter's just really calm and they're, they're puffed or whatever or something like, you know, they're, <laughs> so that was pretty good. Um, other than that, you know, the Ben Affleck one was all right, I guess, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was just, when it came down to it, they, the commercials were all right. They weren't really Super Bowl level commercials. I mean, I still want to see the fucking Clydesdales, but they weren't even there. <laughs> I know they used to be a tradition. The Clydesdales. I mean, do they always kick? No, sometimes they go for two. I mean, that was a classic line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you got to keep the Clydesdales in there. I mean, that's just because anything you know, America, like you know, the course the uh, was it Chris Stapleton, the national anthem that yeah. was kind of a tearjerker. You know, he did a good job. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was crying because it was awful, but that's just me once again. <laughs> wow, yeah. You, yeah, you're tough. Oh, I Take am. Easy there, uh, Mr. Blackwell. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I, when it comes to national anthem, I am, I, I am Nazi-esque, if you will. It's a march. It will always be a march, and when people make it their own, I fucking it angers me to no end. Okay, yeah, because you're a traditional guy. You're a fundamentalist national anthem. You want it done the way it was intended. I, yes. I got you on that. With um, some reverence. Yeah, a little bit of reverence. I, I like the reverence part of it. Now, now we have to go over our pick sheet from from the Super Bowl. Now, uh, we, we have, let's see, one, two, three, four different categories. The first category was the winner of the game. You had picked the Eagles. I had picked the Chiefs. I am leading now one to nothing. And this is for the whole kitten caboodle. I'm putting the whole season on the line here. <laughs> wow. He's a gambler. He's a riverboat gambler, folks. Yep. Um, the score, you predicted 31-28. I had 35-24. We'll call that a wash because neither one of us got it. Um, MVP, you picked Jalen Hurts. I picked Travis Kelsey. Another wash. Neither one of us got it. I was so close. Now, yes, you were. Down to the final one, the wacky bet. Joe, you chose LeBron scores more points, rebounds, and assists than Jalen Hurts has rushing yards. Jalen Hurts had 70 yards rushing. LeBron James did not play in the game. (laughs) That's the DQ. I get the money back on that. No, that no, he did not score that. No. Uh, because uh, all right, no, I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. My, I, I, I don't squelch. My my wacky vote was that the Flyers will have more goals than the Eagles had sacks. 
The Eagles got zero sacks, and the Flyers got three goals. Winner, winner, well, chicken dinner. know it all. Woo! <laughs> well, the champ. You. Enjoy it, buddy. Enjoy it. The okay? champ. Oh. I've got my staff on it right now. That's our entire. That's our entire off season. Will be dedicated. We're going to be playing Rocky theme songs <laughs> and, and getting ready for next year. Oh, oh, that was when I saw that, Joe. When I saw that LeBron didn't play in the game and it was against the Kings, I laughed so hard at that. That was one of the funniest things I've read in a long time. <laughs> LeBron just it out. Thanks, buddy. Uh, way to go, Iron Man. Way to go, Iron Man, on me, buddy. <laughs> Now, one thing that nobody's talking about, and I think this is the broadcasters were terrible. Greg Olson is dog shit. And I know he really is. Um, and according to a, a, a news story, um, when Tom Brady joins Fox, yeah, not only will Tom Brady be getting the number one booth, meaning he's replacing Greg Olson, right? Greg Olson loses. Seven million a year. See, that's the thing. But at least he's given him a year. He, uh, Brady said, "You know what? Uh, I've never, I've never even had, you know, held a microphone in my hand. Uh, but I have the richest contract in broadcasting. And but I'm going to give you another year. I'm going to go on 2024. So Olson's like, thank you. I can make some uh, financial arrangements because I'm going to be taking a drop By and the pay. Way, How do you stay at Fox with that? I mean, I well, mean, I mean, honestly, like, hey, uh, hey, Arnie, we're gonna replace you in the morning show. We want you to, we want you to do the overnight show, and we're gonna pay you way, way less, even though this person that we're replacing you with has no experience. I well, I know, but you know what? He's the good. Hey, Greg. So you caught a couple of passes, kid. Way to hang on to the ball, okay? This guy's the goat. Yeah, <laughs> we- I mean, his seven <laughs> rings are louder than what you can talk. So, uh, Greg. Sorry, see ya, bye. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take, uh, I'll take the overnight gig if that's all they offer yeah. me. You know? <laughs> Greg Olson's like, man, I, I host the Super Bowl one year, and then next year I'm, I'm demoted. I'm um, doing Raider games. Ouch. <laughs> I find that to be uh, a very, very funny story. It, it, it's not funny for Greg Olson, but it's funny yeah. for us. Now, do you know what today is? Well, I know it's opening round of the Genesis Open. And you know what that uh, means, don't you? What's that? You know what that means, don't you? I got a 12.04 first tee time. Are you playing with him? The Tiger? Yeah. Well, we played, we played in the Pro-Am. You okay. Know. How do you look? Me, him, and Charlie, and uh, Tracy Morgan finished first. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what yeah, I... The, Charlie the, carried the team. The the only thing that I have to say about Tiger Woods coming back to golf today is. <laughs> oh. Now I I have to admit that this is the tournament that he's played in more than five times and has never won. It's the only tournament he's ever played in more than five times, never won. Right, and that's the, and, and and Tiger. When you're headed back to the hotel, keep it below 110. Yeah, buddy. yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Because it was outside of this one two years ago that he had his yeah. accident. Um, yep. The the golf course is the Riviera Country Club, uh, right off Sunset Strip. I've played. It's one of my all time favorite courses. 
I birdied the six hole, which is a par three that has a sand trap in the middle of the green. I birdied that hole. Thank you very much. Well, I know you did. You know what? I thought you should have been on the tour that year. Oh, I almost have. That was one of my greatest rounds of golf ever. And I'll tell you why. So my buddy and I, who lived in Southern California, it took us, uh, he lived like in Lake Elsinore, and we had to drive all the way to like downtown L.A. So it took us two hours to get there, and we left at 5 o'clock in the morning. Our tee time was 7.15, so we didn't leave enough time. So I, I only hit two balls on the practice range. Do you know who was teeing off right behind us? Who? Johnny Mathis. Johnny fucking Mathis. Johnny teeing, Mathis? Johnny Mathis is teeing off at, at, right after us, and he's watching us on the tee box. First of all, I had a Christmas album, I had him sign yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And it's a par five. I've played it on computer games. I know how far I have to hit it. It's not that far of a hole. All I got to do is hit two iron. That's all I got to do is hit two iron. Hitting a two iron is quite hard. I it fucking, is very hard, yes. I yes. railed two iron right down the middle. Oh, and I knew you it was going to be a good Right day. down the middle. I hit it out there, put it on the green in two. Three putted for par, but hey, that, it doesn't matter. Um, then the the six hole I birdied, which I was very very proud of. Sixteen, I knocked it to within two inches. It's a par three. You know, you're like the straight edge John Daly. I, at that time, uh, yeah, I was. I, I I didn't even have any pills in my system then yet. Nice, nice, yeah. That uh, I, I have you have you watched? First off, let me ask you: Are you an Ian Poulter fan? Uh, I am, and I am on uh, this weekend. I plan on watching the show on Netflix. Okay, I watched some of it. Yeah, I watched a few episodes. I I, I want to watch this show so bad. The the behind the scenes of the tour, and I've seen the, yeah. I've, I've seen the highlights of him like slamming his locker. It'll it'll make you just not like Brooks Kepka even more than I don't like him already. Oh God! I I look I. I love that they show the professionals losing their shit. I think that's fantastic because that's what I want to see. That brings them back down to our level. Exactly. And dude, Joel Dahmer, Joel Dahmer, I think his name is or something like that. He's like, I don't mind being, I, I don't think I'll win a major. I don't mind being 70th. He goes, somebody has to be 70th in the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be that guy. He goes, I don't really care. And he's at the quality, he has to qualify for the U.S. Open. And he's in like 37th. You have to be in the top 13. The second round, he's in like 37th. He starts the second round, uh, ends up in fifth, goes to the U.S. Open. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, I don't care. He just, he doesn't want to. He's like, I can't remember the show where the, you know, I don't, I don't mind being second. You know, I don't mind being, I don't care if I'm champion. I, I'm doing good. I'm fine. Oh, that's, being, fucking, uh, that, that's from, uh, what's from a good Talladega Nights where he goes, hey, Ricky, how about if I win? Well, if you win, how could I win? Well, there ain't nothing wrong with silver. Yeah, yeah I mean, right, right. Yeah, they're just, hey, I'm good. I, you know, I'm, I'm making a living. And uh, so, yeah, he's like that. It's if, really weird. If, he if just he doesn't care about, he just says, I don't, somebody's got to be 70th. I'll be 70th. I'm fine. You know, like, wow, it's just really weird cause to, to hear somebody talk like that. But, well, uh, you but know, it's very interesting. If, Watch you, it, if you, know. you think about it, I mean, if you're 70th and you're on the US and you're on the PGA Tour, you're making about 400 grand a year at least. And you get to play golf for a living. What do you do on vacation? Do you go to an office and sit around? I mean, like, yeah. like, like you play golf for a living. That's fantastic. Fuck. You're the 70th ranked player in the world. There's yeah. only 69 golfers that are better than you in the entire world. That's not too shabby. No, 
No, that's not the, look, look, hey, you can try to work your ass off, but if this guy's good, it, it, if his good is good enough, then, well, he's never going to be a champion, but, hey, he's going to have a great life. But, and this guy just tells you that. He doesn't no. care. He doesn't, he doesn't care. I'll be 70. Somebody's got to be there. Now, and he's like, no, he's, I'm just like, okay, wait a, well, what a warrior spirit this guy's got, you know, like, <laughs> uh, just funny. It's, it's, you got to watch it. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of, okay, I guess, yeah, I guess he's doing fine. It, you know, he's, he's not the white mamba. I know that. No, no. See, well, we'll see. This is the thing, Joe, you and I are old. You and I were raised that winning is the only thing that matters. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and we still live by that credo. We still want to be if we're if we do something, we don't want to suck at it. You know, yeah, I mean well, that's why yeah, you should and, get and mad it's a team effort. Golf. You know, there's you know, you, you you winning is what matters. Winning because that's why you're playing. That's yes. why the whole thing was invented. The Absolutely. whole game was invented was to win, not for you to pad your stats for the ESPN top ten that night. No, no, it's it's to win, but that's changed in our lifetime. And that's why we have golfers that say, hey, it's okay to be 70th. If my kid ever came to me and said, hey, Dad, it's okay to be 70th, I would disown him. I would disown oh. my child. I'd be like, no, it's yeah. never okay to not be first. If you're not first, look, look, Talladega Nights was right. If you ain't first, you're fucking last. Yeah, yeah, you're the first loser. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking <laughs> yeah. of Tiger Woods, I made a prediction two years ago next week that said Tiger Woods will win the 2023 Masters. We are on the road to the Masters, just like in wrestling world, we're on the road to WrestleMania. We're on the road to the Masters, and I'm still picking Tiger Woods to win. You know, he said that, uh, Tiger said that uh, he's, he's trying to gauge his game, see where he's at. Uh, one of the best things I ever heard Strahan say uh, this morning was, uh, you know, he, the Tigers, well, I'm just trying to gauge my game, you know, see where I'll be at for the Masters or whatever. And Strahan's like, you know, that's a load of crap. He's, he's out to win it, you know. You're goddamn <laughs> he, he right he is. is. You know, he gauges his game. Tiger doesn't play unless he thinks he's going to win it. He can win it. Yeah, he doesn't want to make a fool out of himself. He doesn't want to disparage his name. Yeah, yeah, he just, he, Tiger, the Tiger goes out there, he thinks he can win it. He's not just out there to finish second. No, and, and and I'm I'm excited to watch uh, today. I'm gonna watch the, the. He's on in the late afternoon today. He's early tea times tomorrow. He's got great groups. He's playing with Rory, and I want to say uh, one one of the other robots that's out there that doesn't show him. I want my golfers to show emotion. I, yeah, well, but all shot. these, but you know what? All these guys sticking with the PGA. I'm gonna give them some props too. Oh, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Now. Now, Joe, also, it's a very, very important time in America. It's when America comes together, and we all do this. You know what I'm talking about, Joe. You're talking about pitchers and catchers reporting. Oh, it's baseball season. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, look, I love football. I do. I love my Longhorns. I love my Cowboys. But there, but, to me, there's nothing more pure than baseball. The dog days of summer. And this year, I'm afraid that this could be one of my last years enjoying baseball due to the fact that there are new rules in place. Oh, All God. in order of speeding up the game. Yeah. Well, here's the one that I uh, that I'm gonna. You could throw a ten inning 
perfect game mm -hmm. and lose. Yeah. A perfect game and lose. You know, they put the runner on second, deep fly to right. He goes to third, deep fly to right. He scores. Next guy gets out. You throw a perfect game and you lose one nothing. How does that, that, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That whole second base thing. Yeah. You know, they don't use it in the playoffs, but it's just, it's stupid. Oh, they're going to use it in the playoffs this year. Oh, I, I don't think they're going to use it in oh, the playoffs. Oh, hold on a second here. Hold on. I've got uh, Major League Baseball makes extra innings ghost run rule permanent for regular season games per report. Okay, so they're just saying regular season right now. Right. Why, why, why? why See, this because that's no just sense. ridiculous, man. You know what they're saying to themselves? It's a stupid rule. They're yes. even telling themselves that. But because we don't want to use it when it really counts, well, then don't use it at all. It by far is the stupidest. Well, there, there's another rule that. Oh, it, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, Joe, you are going to be pissed. Oh, I know. Most you're talking sides of second base. No, 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 no. Don't get ahead of me because all the rules oh, I right, go are ahead. stupid. This one has to be up there because how does it not count against the pitcher's ERA if that runner scores from second base? How I, I mean, in, in, in a world of baseball where statistics are the number one thing and they've over-statisticized it, if that's a word. Um, it is now. Um, how is that, that runner who scores the go-ahead run in the top of the 10th how does that not count against the pitcher's ERA? You know, you know, it, it should, but yet, you know, a guy gets on by an error, doesn't count for his ERA. Uh, you know, it, he didn't make that rule. I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate, you well, know, I, trying I to think of something that why maybe it's just, it just doesn't, it, 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 it doesn't make sense. It just no. doesn't make sense to give the, the guy a, a uh, that ghost runner, like I said, you know, you could nobody reaches first base yet. You lost one, nothing. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Now that one, uh, that, that, that one is, I'm, I'm glad that we we've done that one. Let's get this one, which I think is just another dumb rule. The bigger bases. Well, bases. that's so Tony's pizza could advertise on the bases. <laughs> So the bases are now 18 inches on the side instead of 15 inches. This allows the player more room to operate around the bases to reduce the risk of injury. Dumb. Just fucking dumb. It, it is dumb because baseball, you know, we go we go way back and we like our tradition. And, you know, like people don't know about the Elias Sports Bureau. Remember that? You know, they do oh, all yeah. the stats. and uh, it's, a, it's a logical game. It's a mathematical game and stuff. And, and we just it, and it's also a game of tradition and, you know, and history. And so th that is such a minor thing. But yet it's like, why? Why? That's that, that, that. It was it was fine. It was fine the way it was. Yes. It, it's like. It's like we got to make everything exciting, you know, more. If you knew the game, it's pretty freaking exciting, you know. Yeah. There's something going on every single pitch. There is something changing and happening. But but if you don't want to if you don't want to study the game and and know that, then then just, you know, go grab me another Coley. Uh Swoosh says they said the runner counts as someone that reached on an air. That's weak. That that's just making up the rules as you go. That's I know. <laughs> No, so, all right, so we, we've covered the bases, and then they say uh, that just spit on stolen base record Ricky Henderson. Yeah, because now the base is three inches closer. I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah, no yeah, you can, you can, you can uh, pick a side. 
So, okay, so we've gone over the the Ghost Runner and the bases. Now, there's still more rules that go in. Um, let's start with the pitching clock. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, you know. And batters are only allowed one timeout per at bat. So if they get, if they foul a ball off their nutsack and they've already taken their time out of the box, they can't adjust. Yeah. You know, Joe Brinkman and Harry Wendelstadt, umpire, they control that game. They keep it moving. That's what should keep the game moving. All that stuff. It, now it's becoming like uh, uh, PE or something, you know, like we got to, uh, we're on the clock for everything. It's it just, it, yeah, the, the umpire should move the game along as much as it needs to go. Now, let, let me just say this right now. It all started going wrong, and I blame the Boston Red Sox, and I blame Nomar Garciaparra. Nomar Garciaparra, every at-bat, would step out of the batter's box and readjust his batting gloves at least three times. And he didn't even fucking swing. <laughs> they used to call, I don't, I, oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. and It's going to kill me, but he was called the human rain delay. Oh, there's been, I, I, that might be Garciaparra. I think it was like Rex Huntley or somebody like that. I don't know. But they, you know, he's a Cleveland Indian. Every time, step out, adjust the, you know, adjust the elbows, the knees, the back to the bottoms of the cleats, uh, adjust the helmet, you know, just, and then come back, take a couple of, couple of these, look, I'm going to hit a home run, little swings before, you know, yeah. then maybe reach back and call timeout again. Like, oh, come on, bro. Yeah, uh, look, look, and, and I'm going to give you a list of rule changes that I would implement. If you have any in, in in your ideas, please come up with them as we go. But we're still continuing with these new rules. So you've got the pitching clock. Now, there's another rule that affects the pitcher, which I deem to be the stupidest rule baseball has ever passed. Do we both concur we don't like the pitching clock? No, I hate it. I think it's I stupid. Too. Okay, all right, go ahead. A pitcher can now only throw to first base or do a pickoff move twice. Per batter? Uh, yes, I, I believe so. Oh, my God. So what they're saying is that, okay, I'm going to get a big lead the first time. He's going to throw back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm hey, going to get you, a big you, lead. You, you, you ran out of timeouts almost or whatever. Yeah. Now I can take a huge lead off of first yeah, base okay. because you can't come over here. No, and the second time you come over here, guess what? I am going to step off the fucking bag, and I'm going to, get, I'm going to be halfway to second base while you're in your fucking mound. Well, right, and then I'm going to slide in and touch Maui, which is second base. You're only allowed two pickoff moves now? What the fuck? <laughs> That's so ridiculous. And, like, and then you got the island of Maui down there waiting for you to slide into. So you're good, boy. Stolen bases. We're going to see some We're gonna see some, uh, some stolen bases, I'll tell you what. I mean, they're, they're bigger bags. Nobody's ever going to slide into second base again. No. You, you're going to walk you, in slit. I mean, there's no stolen base. You're just going to walk in. <laughs> because you guys are going to be in his windup. You're going to be almost there anyway. Well, it might be a bigger if, thing if you to can't steal throw third. Over, if, you can't keep, if you can't keep a guy honest, keep him close to the bag, you know, then, you know, the next thing they're going to know is say is that if you come close to his face when you're pitching more than once uh, per at that, that's a no-no, you know, yeah. like you can't, you can't, you know, so who owns the plate, me or you, you know, that's oh. the whole game. It's just ridiculous, it man. 
Uh, Ogre says, if they limit the pitcher to two pickoff throws, then the runner should only get two attempts off base. That is total fucking horseshit. You know these rules are going to do speed up the game? Yeah, they're going to speed me from ever fucking watching again. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that's just stupid. I mean, you know, two pickoff moves, that's all you get. You know what? I probably won't even use them. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. That's stupid. Now, the last rule is the lazy athlete rule. This is what I'm calling it. This is the lazy hitter rule. Because now you can no longer have a shift in the infield. You can no longer have – you have to have uh, one guy on each side of second base or two guys on each side yep. of second base. And you have to be on the dirt. And I, and I have to tell you, come on. Come you have to be really? on the dirt. Can't – Clay, you – Dude, you don't even get me started on how ridiculous. I don't care if you want to put eight guys in right field. You should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you you should be. You should be able to do whatever you want on the field that's not cheating. Now, now, the outfield can still shift a fielder in to be a, a fifth infielder. Yeah, like the utility guy at yeah. softball. But but there's still only two guys playing the outfield and unless Ken Griffey Jr. fucking re-signed with somebody and Vince Coleman signed somewhere else, we ain't going to have much speed out there in the outfield. Yeah. It's like, you know, what happens when the, in the, in the basketball, what happens when the defense collapses on Kobe? Boom. He dishes it out to Shaq. It's an automatic shoot. It's like if you move around in the baseball field, you're going to leave something vulnerable. You know, it's just so you take advantage of that. You know, if you, and if Tony Gwynn's batting, you're probably going to have a better shot at it. <laughs> yeah, look, look, and this is the thing: is they put a shift on for Ted Williams. We we can agree that Ted Williams is probably the greatest hitter in baseball history. Um, they would put a shift on him. He was a left-handed hitter, and you know what he did? He still fucking got hits by pulling the ball. Right, right. And, and with today's computers and the stats, you know, this guy gets much percentage. He's gonna he's gonna pull a ball, you know, to, to left center or whatever, you know, or, or to right center, you know, so you can shift accordingly. It's a, that's part of the game. Mm-hmm. Well, they're doing this for another reason, and I know the reason why they're doing this. And see, I have a simple solution. It, it, now now that was the last of the new rules that I'm going over. But I, I, I do have a very, very simple solution. If you were to put me in charge of Major League Baseball, it would, it would surpass the NFL in, in about a season and a half. And wow. the, the first rule that I have is that batters can only wear padding if they're protecting an injury, meaning they can no longer walk up to the plate with all this like a protection. hockey goalie. Yeah. No more of that. You see, if you want to stand on top of the plate, then you're going to have to deal with the heat that's coming from the kitchen. Okay? Right, right, right. Like Barry Bonds. That yes. guy was armored out, you know, and some of those guys. Yeah, you know what? Get up there. If you got a nursing injury, put a little pad over. But uh, get up there and, and uh, uh, you know, Play the game like it's supposed to be. Don't get you because know, I noticed when you got to first base, it took about a half hour for you to disrobe all that crap. You know, look, and I'm not telling guys not to stand on top of the plate. You can stand on there, but that pitcher owns the plate. If you get hit, that's on you. Now, next rule that's in place. Uh, uh let let's see. Um, 
Oh, I, I had a bunch of rules. I had some really – oh, oh, and this one this one will solve up the speeding of the game. Okay? Mm-hmm. Call the strike zone. Call the strike zone. The strike zone is from the, the armpits to the top of the knees. Yeah, right? the armpits, top of the knees. Yeah, that's about, you know, yeah. And have you ever seen – They get really you, tight in the big leagues, but the, no, the no, 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 consistency, no. but go ahead. Have you seen a strike called above the belt buckle in the last, I don't know, 15 years? No. Nobody sees a strike above the belt buckle. Yet above right above the belt buckle is the strike zone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they're really squeezing these guys. So this is what it does. You see, if they want to speed the game along, then you, you make the strike zone bigger, which means the batters will be swinging at more pitches, which also, and by the way, let, let's go back to the shift rule, why this is in place. They're putting the shift rule in place because they want more offense. They right. have watched the right. they have watched the NFL change their rules, and they've seen greater numbers come and watch them because it's more of an offensive game. Baseball right. is doing the exact same thing by getting rid of the shift because these hitters, who are lazy fucking millionaires, because they right. don't learn how to take an outside pitch the other way. And I'm not talking about becoming a slap bitch hitter. I'm talking about driving the ball the other way, like guys like Will Clark used to do. Which was the most beautiful, one of the most, he and Daryl Strawberry, yes. one of the two most beautiful swings in baseball ever. And, and those uh, guys hit home runs. They pulled yeah. the ball. They, hit, they used every part of the field. Nothing yeah. makes me mad. Would, would you rather see, and I, know what, I think I know your answer, would you rather see a 10-9 baseball game or a 1-0 one one baseball nothing. game? I, I'd rather see a 1-0 well-played game. Yeah, me too. Right. Uh, and and the reason why we get these these games that are so high scoring games is because people don't know how to play the game anymore. <laughs> and you want a quick game, a yeah. one nothing, like a three hitter, four hitter. These things over in two hours and thirty minutes. You yeah. know, like so, <laughs> you don't have to worry about. You know, they start mowing them down. Uh, the game gets over real quick. I remember watching baseball when a home run was like a. It, it, it was like watching the NBA when a slam dunk was like a treat. You know, a home run was a treat. Now you see you, you, teams just sit and wait for home run after home run. Nobody knows how to hit behind runners. Nobody knows how to advance runners anymore because that's not cool. Me and you, Donnie, we used to play small ball, they yeah. called it. And, and by the way, small ball works. If you look back, and, and yes, it's a, a very, very hard time for me to look back. On 2010, when the Rangers went to the World Series against the Giants, they got there by playing small ball all year, and then they, they got rid of that, and they were sitting waiting for the six-run home run every game of the World Series. Yet they stole bases. <laughs> yeah, the six-run home run. You both yeah. come along a, a lot. Yeah, exactly, but that's what they're sitting there waiting on, and everybody's swinging for it. And you're sitting yeah. there watching it going, wait a second. The game of baseball is the hardest game played, but it can also be one of the easiest. It's hard to hit a round ball with a round bat. It is. There's a lot of there's a lot of professional baseball players. Okay, Darren Erskad was the punter for Nebraska. Mm-hmm. He was also the very first player taken in the Major League Baseball draft. Played for the Angels. You know, there are baseball players. They can play football and basketball, but you get a basketball and football player and tell them to go up there and, and hit off of uh, you know uh, Roger Clemens mm-hmm. or something. You know, it's they can't. It's a whole different. It's a whole different ball game. Well, because <laughs> it, it, it's not all about physicality. It's it, baseball is the most intellectual game you can play. 
hand-eye coordination got to be you know yeah due to the fact that mainly you have to know what's coming like if you're standing up there and you're a dead red fastball hitter you pretty much know that the only pitch that you're going to see dead red fastball is the first pitch that you're taking anyway yeah you're going to see nothing but shit after that go ahead you're going to see nothing but sliders curves Fucking sinkers, yeah. you're not gonna yeah. see another you know, you fastball. Get, unless, unless you know pitcher gets behind in the count, mm-hmm. and you got to bring something in the zone, baby. You, yeah. you can't, you can't make this one in the dirt. Got a runner on third, can't throw that that nasty uh, drop off the table curveball uh, because it might go in the dirt. This guy scores. Or, mm-hmm. You know, there's a whole every pitcher something going on, and you know that's what I mean. That's that's the the beauty of baseball. You know, is that it's not just this boring game. There's something going. You know, the 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 third base coach with the signals. You know, and even the the, the manager from in the dugout, the signals. You know, they have a, a an indicator, and then that's the sign after the indicator, and and uh, uh, you know. The, but then there's the whole you know lighting their shoes on fire, all the pranks and stuff oh, yeah. to go with Major League Baseball. I mean, you have to have some fucking you know moments of, of fun in there because it is such a mind. It's a mind-fucking game because if you play it the right way, you, you, you know, it's it, and if they were to call, I can speed up a game so quickly by just calling the strike zone. It, yeah. I, I guarantee you the games would, you would cut a half hour off the games. Now, the one thing I don't mind, and you said it best, the umpire fucking controls that batter's box. Don't put a clock on there. Tell the motherfucker to get back in the box. Yeah, yeah he controls the whole game. The home plate umpire, I umpired, you know, and I just up to like the what they used to call Casey Stengel, up to mm-hmm. like 18 years old, uh, and uh, I would umpire, and you know, you just you could, you know, I threw a guy out from the stands. I'm not lying to you. This, you, I believe he's intoxicated, but you you run the game, you know, you you go, let's go, buddy, let's go pitch, you know, you just it's that's 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 up to them, you know, and, and so what are these guys doing? Are they uh? What are they uh, complaining that they're uh, physically abused? The umps, we don't want to make all the calls. Help us out. Oh, I, instant replay in baseball has got to go. And, and that, 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 you know what? As a commissioner, that's the first thing I get rid of is instant replay. You know why? Yeah. Because errors are a part of the game. That's why it says I, I runs, thought that in football too. Human error part of the game. Touchdown Alabama or yeah. or or there's a drill down the third base line. You know, it's it's fair. You know, that that's the way it goes. That's yeah. human error is part of the game. And that's what was great about you know, because that's what got the guy like in Chicago, that guy's a bum. He's a high, you know, yelling yeah. at the umps. I mean, it's all part of the game. And it's just and it's just going it's just going to the wayside, the you know, the uh, along with now we eat sushi at the game instead of a uh, a hot dog with tomatoes and onions on it and some yeah. mustard. I mean, I mean seriously, I, I, the, the sushi at games got to go. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, look, you go to – look, I'm just going to say it right now. If you go to a baseball game, you get hot dogs or nachos. That's it. That, 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 yeah. that, that's it. Hot dogs, nachos, maybe ice cream in a helmet. Yeah, yes, choice. and okay, right now you go to see the Oakland A's play. Okay, do not reveal your pack of smokes. Just have a cigarette ready to smoke, <laughs> because if you reveal your pack of smokes, you will be swarmed upon. Oh man, people bumming smokes. It, it, so just, just it's a quick travel tip. If you have the stones to go to Oakland to a game, then yes, hide <laughs> yeah, your oh, fucking yeah. cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, 
Umps being able to throw out spectators out of a game is uh, being heckled is something I completely disagree with. Should not have the authority to do that. This is a youth baseball game, sir. Yeah, youth baseball, I can see it. But professional, no, they shouldn't throw them out of professional No, of course games. not. They would never be able to. Yeah, no, it's just, it was, uh, the guy was belligerent. It wasn't like a, a it was, he, had to, he had to go, you know. It was like, hey, yeah. look at this guy. It was like, it was like the guy in, the kid in Hoosiers whose dad was like the drunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 uh, uh, oh, God, I can't think of his name now. Uh, oh, the actor. Oh, he played Frank in Blue Velvet. Dennis Hopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis yeah. Hopper. And you, another, you think of his name, but another time uh, I was umpiring and the kid squared around the bunch and the kid, the catcher, flips his mask off and I immediately called timeout. You know, and the one, the other coach is mad. Why didn't you let him pitch? Oh, yeah, let this little 12-year-old rip his mask off and get a foul ball right in the face, mm-hmm. you know. No, you know, it's, it's, it's youth baseball. You know, you have to look out for them, too. You know, you, you can't, it's not, it's, it's not Cal Ripken and Carl Yastrzemski up no. there, you know. No, I, I, I will tell you this. There was, there was no greater feeling than running a coach out of a game because I umpired, too. And I remember this one guy. This kid fucking drops the ball on the mat. And these are like these are like 11, 12 and 13-year-old kids. It's like pony baseball, right? I got a runner at first. I'm the field umpire. And uh, I'm, I'm standing there watching this pitcher, right? It's a right-handed pitcher. He comes set, and he drops the fucking ball. What's the call, Joe? That would be probably a balk. That is a balk. That is a balk in every level. And I, call, I stopped the game. I, I, time, balk! And I pointed fucking runner to second base, right? Coach comes flying off the bench. I mean, flying off the bench. He's like, these are these are 12 and 13-year-olds. These aren't professionals. I'm like, dude, that's a fucking rule right there. And, and, and this is back in my drinking young days when I was really, really more aggressive. I looked at him and I said, sir, I, I've forgotten more about baseball than you'll ever know. Oh, God damn you. As soon as he said, God damn you, I wrung his ass. I was like, you didn't even call time when you ran out on the field. You're gone. Just tossing. Oh. You know, you're not even allowed to argue balls and strikes. You know, they do all the time. Mm-hmm. They let them get away with it. But you're supposed to be tossed. But, uh, yeah, the umpire takes control of the game. I mean, uh, it's just it's just the way that it is. Back in the day, you know, and there's only two umpire schools. I believe it's the Joe Brinkman and the Harry Wendelstadt. And they're the two schools you have to go to. And then you start working your way up the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I always thought that would be a great job. You know, that's, that's I think they're the only official that doesn't have another job, like nor you know, like NBA refs. Yeah. They have other they're just stockbrokers and NFL refs, and because they don't work that much. But uh, baseball umps, you know, they they that's their main job. Yeah, uh, Ogre says speed up the game equals computer umps. Period. I don't care if you miss the human element of ruling. Fuck that. Those clowns can't be consistent and 100 percent impartial like a computer. Takes a tenth of a second, strike ball, foul. I sped up the game. Okay, well, you have a home plate umpire that's a computer. Okay, what about the oh. field umpires? Yeah. What yeah, about bang, bang, and first those, those dominoes, uh, uh, the cars out there driving around. Yeah. The I mean, I mean, I mean, look, I, I've seen. What the, if the uh, wood bat goes away? I'm done. Oh, the wood bat's never going away. I mean, environmentalists will try to get it to go away. We'll probably see some sort of plastic bat here in the future, but we can't use plastic because that's made out of fossil fuels. So I don't know. Maybe baseball just goes away. I'm not sure. 
Is it bad? Uh, you know, do you know what? They're making chicken McNuggets without chicken. Now you tell me America's gone to shit. <laughs> well, Joe, that is going to do it for us today, my friend. I appreciate you being here. Uh, next week, we'll, we'll talk whatever sports we got going. We'll talk about the world. We'll fix everybody's problems. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, Hey, everybody. listen, real quick, Arnie. Yes, sir. Did you ever figure out, maybe I'm behind uh, on this, but you know how we always said the live or the live tour? Yes. I figured it out. It's 54. They only played 54 holes. It's Roman 54. Woo, look at the big brain on Joe. It's what I do, bro. Man, oh, man. Yeah, it's no longer live golf. It's 54 golf. 54 golf, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah I figured it out. You're kind of what I do. I mean, I take time out from my, my, my films, you know. Yes. Yes. How, uh, how, by the way, I, I saw an interesting video the other day. That said the the world's number one region for prostitution. Do you happen to know what it is since you are an international sex worker? Well, winning, award winning, by the way. Award winning. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, award the number winning. one area for prostitution. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say they say uh, Nye County, Nevada. Oh man, no, 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 no places in America. Number one is Thailand. Oh yeah, the world. Yeah, it's got to be Thailand. Yeah, these 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 pervs from America go over there. Yeah, yeah, but that yeah. It, it, you, have you ever been to Thailand, Joe? No, I have not. Okay, I don't so- like peanuts in my food. <laughs> All right, Joe. Well, hey, we'll talk to you next week, my friend. Thanks, buddy. You're the best. See you, pal. <laughs> Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Phone number is seven seven five three five seven. Fans, Arnie Radio One. And he'll put sensors on the bags that track shoe impacting coupled with ball tracking. No need for umps 90% of the time. Uh, I still want umps. Someone would die if they used metal composite. What is the safest product they can swing? I agree. Technology tracking the ball and virtual boundary sensors on yellow poles. There's no need for that. The only umps you need are for ruling runners out or safe. Two umps, that's it. All right. Well, we, we can try it out. I don't care. Uh, I just want baseball to be baseball again. That's all. <laughs> Get down, 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 get down,
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, Cowboys Girl says playing Black History Month music, I see. Oh, I play this music all the time. Come on. Gotta love Cool and the Gang and, and Sister Sledge. Little 70s uh, urban uh, music there for you. Not gay ass guy says jungle booty. Thanks, Arnie. I'm actually getting funky for the first time. Well, that's good in a while. Fantastic. Good to hear. Good to hear. And then Joe Murphy says, thank you, ass peeps, for the support. Remember, we are family. Yes, indeed, we are. And this family, boy, we there's somebody we don't love. Oh, but, but before that, Christopher says, you got to love that Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. We all remember what Ginger Lynn said about Comstock Joe and his turning fork, tuning fork. But according to legend, on the set of Sinfully Yours, Christy Canyon said, I wish the director would have cast that white mamba. <laughs> the white mamba. Uh, he really has what it takes to blow a woman's back out. Due to a scheduling conflict, Joe was unavailable at the time. Yeah, it's all, all true. All very true. Um, there's one person that the ass family cannot stand. Nobody apologizes for her. Nobody ever says anything good about her, and I love it for that. And that's this little twat waffle. And, yes, I just did the sign language. The twat waffle known as Greta Thunberg. How dare you? Oh. She has written a book. Now, this there this is so just genius the latest criticism uh criticism uh in the established world order from greta thunberg is known as the face of the climate movement perhaps gen z politics writ at large she's written a book it's called the climate book the facts and the solutions now Interesting fact here. Was this book printed on all recycled papers? I I don't know. I I would only hope that they went that far. There's a few other things that we need to ask little Greta. Got some questions for you, Greta. You, you, You ready? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah, since you don't like to answer questions. Uh, question number one. How is this book going to be distributed? How dare you? Oh, that's right. It's going to be distributed in trucks. And those trucks usually run on what? How dare you? Oh, that's right. Diesel fuel. So so you're, you're delivering all these books. Oh, and they have to be flown also because, you know, not everybody has publishers. So you're going to have to fly them, and that's going to, boy, that's a big footprint, Greta. How dare you? Oh, how dare you, little lady. Now, where are these books going to be? uh, uh, They're obviously going to be sold, correct, because you give all your money away, from what I understand. I don't know where you get money from, but okay, now you get it from a book. And are those going to be sold inside where they use lights? How dare you? Oh, I, I know, I know. Or, or, or like malls that have gigantic grids. How dare you? Oh, man. 
So are, are you pretty much saying that you're nothing but a capitalistic little whore? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so, so you are. Interesting. Yes, she's released a book. This, this girl of 21 years old is going to tell you. This is my favorite, is when kids tell us what the world is like. Kids tell us what we can and can't do and can and can't say. Hey, Greta, let, let, let me ask you. You're, you're 21 now, and I can ask you this because you're a young lady. Um, have you ever been finger blasted? No, 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 I, 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 I don't want. How dare you? I, now, now, look, hold on a second here. The reason why I ask is because do you know what that feels like? Oh, you don't, but you're going to tell me how the world works. Hey, Greta, have you ever had to bury a parent? Oh, what uh, what's that? Blah blah blah. No, you haven't. Okay, so uh, let let me let me just tell you real quick. Uh, you don't need to tell me how the world works, little lady. Uh, the oh. <laughs> oh, where's the phone number? I don't know. I I don't think I have international calling. I mean, I, I, I could try. I, I, I don't think I can dial it, though, but well, let's see. Hold on a second here. I, I, I don't have the code for that. Let's see. 802-481-3902. Is that the number? Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please no. check the number and dial no, I, I'll have to check for that. Uh, otherwise, I will. I will gladly that contact. Oh, that's contact. I can only email it. Uh, all right, but thank you anyway. Oh, I, I will gladly if I if you can find me a, a phone number that I can use for him, I'll gladly crank call him. I think parents had it right back in the day when we were told to shut up and sit there. Now, look, look. I, I'm not going to tell. This is the only way that kids can learn is not not to shut up and just sit there. But I don't need kids telling me how the world should work because they don't know. Her brain isn't even fully functioning. It's not even fully developed yet. She's 21. It doesn't fully develop until you're about 25. Save Greta and eat a beaver. Um, I, I think it's... And, and, and ain't she, like, touched... Ain't, ain't she on like the spectrum? She, I, I, I mean, I mean, I, I know she's not like, I know. No, he's not retarded. No, she's not retarded. But, but ain't she got a touch of something? Some Aspergers, some Rammsteins. I, I, I don't know what they're all labeled at. But ain't she a tad bit on the autistic side? No, I ain't making fun of her for that. No, no, that that ain't cool to make fun of her for that. That I'll make fun of her because she's ugly. First of all. You, you, you get, look, look here. Let, let, let's trade places. Let's say Greta Thunberg was horribly murdered when she was like, you know, five. 
We wouldn't have paid any attention to it. You know why? Because she's ugly. Can you imagine if John Bonet Ramsey was still around and doing this? People would be paying attention because John Bonet was at least cute. Or it was going to grow up to be cute. She had all that pageant shit. She didn't do the honey boo boo route of eating all the other contestants. I I, I am a I you know what? A 2023 is going to be my war against Greta. I challenge Greta Thunberg to be on this show. I dare her. I double dog dare Greta Thunberg to be on my show and tell me how I should be living. Oh, boy. I I would savor every morsel of how I just fucking rip her apart. And all she's going to do is laugh. She's not going to answer any questions. She's only going to laugh because that's what she does. Because she's a part of this new generation where if you don't listen to them, they just laugh you off and walk away. No matter how many crucial points you have, no matter how smart you are, they're smarter than you. Just ask them. Conspiracy theorists believe that Katy Perry is actually John Bonet, so I'm going with that. Okay, so if Katy Perry was out there issuing a war on conglomerates that use this, I think people would be paying attention more because she's got big hoots. I don't even know what Greta Thunberg's hoots look like, and nor do I want to know because she's an ugly little girl. Who's a bigger puppet, Joe Biden or Greta? I'll go with Joe being the bigger puppet because he's ruining an entire country. Um... Greta is trying to ruin businesses, and she's not. Nobody pays attention to her. You want to know why? I'm going to tell you why. Uh, Push the call button. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Push the call button. Okay, so hold on a second here. Let me me do this. Let me, um, okay, hold on. I got to figure this out. Copy, and I'll send myself the email. There we go, like that. Okay. Send. All right, now i got to get in on my phone. Okay. Now we got to re-hook up the phone um, to the Dealy Hoops. No big deal here. This is a chance to, to crank call the Greta Thunberg Foundation. Okay, here we go. Safari, go and open this up. Um, all right, let's see. Greta Thunberg, Swedish activist, blah, blah, blah. Chat with an expert online now. Where's the call button? Okay, hold on. Let's see. Let's scroll down a little bit more. Is it just open? Ooh, ooh. No, I don't want to call it the door solution place. That's the... Hold on a second. Let me see. Go up here. Chat with an expert online. Oh, wait. That's a text. If I hit the call button, it, it takes me to a... It takes me to a fucking door place. That's what the call button's for. 
I'll hit it. Called Bowman's Door Solutions. You are calling Bowman's Door Solutions. Yeah, I don't want Dorman. I, I don't want their. I'll work on this. I, let me let me work on this. You not gay ass gay guy. Uh, I predict Greta comes out as trans and becomes Gunther Thunberg. We do not have any. Okay, okay, we don't have international calling. Okay. Greta is trying to ruin an entire generation. but And I'm about to say something, and this is probably one of the meanest things I'll ever say here on the show, and I don't take it back, and I, I, and I, will, not, I, I will not apologize for it. People don't pay attention to her because she's an ugly little girl. The end. She's an ugly little girl. You want a girl that moves a needle? Okay, I've got one for you. And we did this story uh, not, not not too long ago, and this is about um, Olivia Dunn. You remember that name? This is a 21-year-old girl who goes to Louisiana State University and has an OnlyFans page and um, has, has driven the numbers of ticket sales through the roof for college gymnastic meets because this young lady and her OnlyFans has boys just going nuts for her. Is this a TikTok video? I I, I just want the vi- where's where's the video? There's no video of it. Hold on. Hold on a second. If there's video of this, I'm going to find it. Let me take you back to... Shut up, Travis Kelsey. Uh, What's this girl's name? Olivia. Olivia Dunn. No, I do not follow her. I'm not that much of a... Oh, here we go. Here's video. She's released a video that's her lip syncing, if you want to make out with me, just ask. I do believe that LSU Gymnastics is sold out for the rest of the season now. Greta looks like part of the Scandinavian Goonies. Well, Olivia, what Duns is a, is a college gymnast and she's hot. Boy, I tell you what, if you if she were to start going around and and be smirching big companies and oil companies, people would pay attention. I'm not doing this for shock value. I'm not doing this to get clicks. I'm not I'm doing this to tell you the truth. Greta Thunberg is a failure because she's an ugly little girl. That's it. Olivia Dunn starts to take on the environment. Fuck, people are going to start changing their ways. If I was the International like Environmental Coalition or whatever group it is that's using Greta, boy, I'm throwing the money truck at Olivia. <laughs> we'll get some shit done. Reach out, Facebook, and see if she'll be a guest. Uh, oh, okay, on Facebook. Greta Thunberg has a Facebook page, three and a half million followers. 
Oh, okay. I'll, I'll look her up later. I'll, I'll request an interview with her. Uh, see if I can get a free copy of her book. Which book is shittier, her book or Prince Harry's book? And by the way, if you didn't watch South Park last night, South Park just destroyed the Markles. Genius. And there was a lot of butters in it, too. Or at least there was enough butters for me to be fantastic with it. Uh, All right. Enough about Greta and other young girls that are selling their bodies out and saying, if you want to make out with me, just ask. Well, so many people slid in her DMs. That's that's the way kids say it, right? Yeah, slid into the DMs. Yeah, okay. Uh, All right. There's a couple great videos going around. Um, Did I get rid of the second one? I think I got rid of the second one. Um, This one is the best, this video here. And it's so funny because I had this story a couple days ago. And Braddy Kid sent me the video that TMZ has of it. And it's fantastic. And it's about this fucking crazy broad. Um, who decapitated her husband. Let's go play. Come on. Get rid of this damn ad. Let's go. I don't need to see this Joel fucking McHale show that's going to fail terribly. Here we go. Ladies in the courtroom. Wham! Oh, she attacks her own lawyer. Oh, my God. Police wrestle her to the ground after she whacked the shit out of her own lawyer. She's fighting with the cops. The lawyer still hasn't gotten out of his chair. He's just kind of moving around. The week of May 15 for the trial. Oh, there she goes again. She's yellow at the same time. Same one. Stop it. Okay, so this is the story of this gal. Um... She's, she's seeing if she is mentally healthy enough to stand trial. This was in um, Taylor Shabin is 25, jumped her attorney in court Tuesday. The alter- altercation apparently came after a witness failed to show up to testify to her mental state. She's accused of decapitating her lover after choking him during drug-fueled sex. Well, let me just say... Uh, you did a lot for yourself there by attacking your lawyer, hun. Uh, dungeon master, yes, that's the DM. Uh, look, look. Sometimes I just want to uh, write a book for for the younger generation, and, and it'll simply be called "How to Behave." And I'm going to give you a bunch of different situations and how to behave. Now, if you go to court, let, 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 let this this will be like chapter 14, if you have to go to court, whether you're testifying or you're, you're on trial or whatever. If you end up having to go to court and you got to testify or something, dress business appropriate. Now, 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 now look, I, I know a lot of people don't know how to tie a tie or, or wear ties or things like that. You know how to put a jacket on, don't you? You know how to fucking tuck in a collared shirt, don't you? You know how to button a shirt, don't you? 
You know how to put on slacks, don't you? Look respectable in the courtroom. That way they'll take you seriously. If you come into a courtroom and you're unkempt and you got a hat on and a Motley Crue t-shirt, guess what? Ain't nobody paying any attention to you. And if I were the judge, I'd hold you in contempt because you don't have any respect for the court. Now, in this gal's case, she's wearing an orange jumpsuit, well, because she's in jail. Not much I can do about that. But I will say this. In case you are in an orange jumpsuit and you are on trial and your mental health is being evaluated, the first thing you either need to do or not do is not attack your attorney. Now, look here. If you want to get off on the on the, the, the nutso defense, then, then hear me out. And I steal this from a, a wonderful movie called Training Day. If you want to go to the psych ward for the next few years, this is what you're going to have to do. When you're in jail and you get commissary, okay? Now, this is not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be comfortable, I promise. You get commissary. Get yourself some chunky peanut butter. Now, do not eat said chunky peanut butter. What you're going to need to do is spread chunky peanut butter on your backside. Now, in the middle of the court case, unless you're shackled and you can't get to it, you put your hands down your pants and you grab some of that super chunk And from the back of your pants, it's going to look like doo-doo. And you take a big old bite of it. And you will be sent to the booby hatch pretty much immediately. There you go. Ta-da. Step one for going to court. Don't beat the shit out of the person trying to defend you. Yeah, that's a great one right there. Training day? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely from training day. It's when the wise men were speaking to uh, Alonzo in that restaurant. This gal attacks her lawyer. The one guy who's on her side, and she attacks him. The other video, um, let's see if it's, if it's available on here. Uh-oh. Uh, how J.P. Morgan CEO Jess Staley referred to Disney princesses in trove of 1,200 bombshell emails with profound friend Epstein, even when the pedo financer was locked up. Wow. I guess this was a, 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 a woman of age that he got along with. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Well, she did it again. She drove away another co-host. Ryan Seacrest is stepping down from live with Kelly Ripa after six years. And will be replaced with her husband, Mark Consuelos. Finally, they give her a co-host that can't leave her. Regis, gone. Michael Strahan, gone. Ryan Seacrest, gone. Now her husband. That's the only breaking news I have. Sorry, that was it. 
while eating super chunk scream feces. Yeah, oh, you could do that too. I mean, look, 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 I'm trying to help you get out of jail here. I'm not saying whether it's right, whether it's wrong. I, I'm just saying. I mean, feces! 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 Uh, let's see. The other story was from Buffalo, and I, I don't think it's going to be on here. Yesterday, they were, uh, I don't think, they, were they sentencing him or they found him guilty and he got to speak his piece? The uh, the guy who went into the grocery store and shot all those uh, people of color, the, the black people. He killed them because they were black. Well, they were doing the victim impact panel yesterday. If you've never had to go through a victim impact panel, I say uh, congratulations because they are gut-wrenching. And you deserve to hear all that shit against you that you get. I had to sit through one after my DUI, and I've never sat through another one. Knock on wood. So the mother uh, or grandmother of one of the slain people in the store is, is speaking her, uh, her time. And she says something, and, and this one, this one, I, I guess that's her son or her husband. He is just not having it, and he tries to go and grab that kid for, who did the shooting. I mean, he was stopped by like four or five police officers. But man, oh man, just to be that enraged, I'd have let him go. Fucking hey, go ahead, do do your business, do your business. Oh, all right. All right, enough of that. Enough of that. Mm, yeah, she's not crazy. No, not at all. Now, there's great news to report today, and, and I do mean this is really, th- this is one of those stories that I love seeing, especially if it ever came up. Here, let's see if I close this and I click on there again. Oh, it's not coming up. Now, hold on a second here. <sighs> I like this story a lot because it's about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, who turned 60 yesterday, congratulations, happy birthday, uh, his heirness. I'm sorry, this was on Friday, it just broke yesterday. Um donated $10 million of his own money to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. It is the single largest donation ever received from an individual in the organization's 43-year history. Uh, He said his hope is that this decision to celebrate his birthday by donating to Make-A-Wish will inspire others to help fulfill the wishes of kids still waiting for their wishes to come true. For the past 34 years, it's been an honor to partner with Make-A-Wish and help bring a smile and happiness to so many kids. Witnessing their strength and resilience during such a tough time in their lives has truly been an inspiration. Um, I just have to say, wow. That, that, that is awesome. And, and, and look, there's a wrestler out there who I don't care for, and he's going to be at WrestleMania, and I'm not happy about that, and that's John Cena. John Cena has granted more wishes than anybody else in the history of Make-A-Wish, and I got to see it happen firsthand live. They were doing a house show in Reno, and I, of course I was going to sit front row, and I was sitting next to at least seven or eight Make-A-Wish kids. 
and John Cena went out of his way to shake every one of their hands. And then there was a little kid next to me, and he wasn't a part of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. He was the, the sales lady's son, and it was her husband that was with him. And my buddy Ken was with me, and Ken said, hey, it's his birthday. And John Cena came all the way back. John Cena was past us. He came back and gave the little kid whose birthday it was his wristbands and took a picture with him and did not beat me up for calling him Wahlberg the entire time during the match, which I was very happy about. But I love seeing stories like this. Michael Jordan not only gives his time to make a wish, but he gives his money. Bravo to you, Michael Jordan. Bravo. Trump, uh, what's this? Let's see. What did what did not Gaia say? Trump plans to bring back firing squads, group execution if he retakes the White House. I saw this story yesterday, it, it, and I didn't want to go with it. There's a report out there that says Donald Trump wants to bring back public executions. Now, I got to say, I know that I've said I'm a DeSantis guy, and I'd vote for DeSantis if DeSantis and him are running against each other. But if you can promise me that you're going to bring back public executions like on TV or pay-per-view, you know, you might be getting my vote. Because, boy, oh, boy, that, that would be appointment television right there. Oh, yeah, look, look, I, I'm, I'm full on. I'm going to tell you this right now. I am a barbarian. I, I'm sure that there will be people out there that say, How dare you? You got a public execution on it? Look, I, I'm going to tell you the one I want to watch. I want to watch electrocutions. I mean, watching a, watching uh, 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 the, the drug one, the lethal injection, well, that's not going to get you any ratings. Public execution, I'm harder than Chinese arithmetic. That a boy. Oh, man. But, I mean, you get a firing squad. I get to see somebody's head fucking blow up. Now, now I do have a, a request. I have a request on the firing squad. Now, I know how they do it. They have, like, four guys. And three of them have blanks. One has the bullet. Now, there's a couple things I'd like to change here. Number one, I don't know what type of gun they use, but I, what I'd like them to use is a 50 caliber. Okay? Just hear me out here for a sec. Hey, if we're going to put it on TV, let, 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 let's walk this through like a producer, right? Um, number one, would, I, I would have to say, let's stick with firing squad first. Firing squad would definitely get me to watch. If they had 50 calibers, and instead of one guy getting the bullet and three guys getting the blanks, how about three guys get the bullet and one guy gets the blanks? Okay? We don't know. Nobody knows. And put that on TV. Because we're going to see somebody explode on television. 50 caliber from, I don't know, 50 meters away. How does that sound? All my gun people out there. How does that sound? 50 caliber, 50 meters away. I like it. Okay. Next one, Christopher says, uh, 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 one day hang them high, watch them dance. Let's get to the, let, let's get to the hangings. 
public executions they used to happen, they would have hangings in towns and things like that, and the people went out and they, you know, I'd watch a public hanging. I'd watch that on TV to see if it's true. See if it's true that people poop themselves when they hang. Just give them all bullets. 50-50 equals total destruction. Yeah. All right, so so we got the hanging and we got the firing squad taken care of. Lethal injection, we're not going to put that on TV. That's a waste of time. Uh, what else we got? I think there's only a firing squad, hanging, and then my personal favorite, old Sparky. Boy, oh, boy, to watch somebody cook in that chair, <laughs> that'd be all right. That, 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 would be, that would be a Friday night. I'd have people over for that one. Have a contest, see how long it took. I mean, there's all things you can bet on with this. If the head blows up, I mean, all kinds of shit. Well, they should attach the convict to one of those kids' lawn hose toys that sprays water in every direction. Then you slice their neck wide open and is forced into the lawn toys. We see their vital essence spraying the entire room. Uh, drawn quarter, guillotine, choppy chop your head. I swear the autocorrect on my phone hates me. How about they walk down a hallway and it opens up into a pit of spikes? They get a second or two to think about meeting God. Go out the green mileway with no wet sponge. Oh, whoops-a-daisy, I didn't put the wet sponge on his head and it caught fire. The ratings are through the roof. Oh, I'm, I'm totally serious about this. I'd love to watch public executions. Bring back the drawing and quartering. I'd be all in favor of that. The guillotine, guillotine's kind of easy, though. Oh. Now, see, see, look, look, we're, we're, we're getting into our savage side here, Ogre, and, and I understand it's easy to do. Oh, look, if I was the president, I would deem only one way of execution, and Ogre just put it there, the wood chipper. And by the way, feet first. Just think the sides of the chipper could have corporate sponsor logos like NASCAR. How about the victim or their families participating? Well, they're in the front row. Wood chipper with uh, clear glass panels on the sides. You get to watch everything. I'm all for it. Let's get them smart kids at MIT working. That would be awesome. But, of course, the ACLU would come in and go, oh, they're suffering. We can't have them suffer. No, God forbid we have them suffer like their victims did. But I get it. So it has to be one of the the quick, lethal ways. Arnie's bringing faces of death to prime time. look, Look, we can talk about different ways to do it. I can put them in a shark tank and cut their legs and have the sharks eat them. Piranhas the same way. I mean, there's lots of great ways to go. Maybe we'll have the the convict pick. We'll have a big bucket. We'll call it the bucket of death. All right, here we go. Here we go. I need a corporate sponsor for the bucket of death. By the way, I'm not going to be eating at McDonald's for a while because now they have an offset in Cardi B-like menu item, and I don't want to eat anything that Cardi B has her hands in. 
So, yeah, I'm just warning you guys. Next time you, you stop by a McDonald's and you see Cardi being offset, just keep driving. They get released into a cage of chimps that have been recently tased, so they're fucking pissed off. Watch that motherfucker get torn in pieces. Now, that could be in the big bowl of death. That's the name of the show is Death Bowl. Okay, now we got something here. We got something here. We got a name, the Death Bowl. We all love things that have the word bowl in it. Super Bowl, Rose Bowl, National Championship Bowl game. So we have the Death Bowl. And every week we we, we figure out how many people are going to be executed in the country every week. And if it's like only two, then they have two that week. And they come in and they draw from the death bowl. Or they draw at their prison. They draw the death bowl. And let's say one guy gets the glass wood chipper. Okay, so we got time to put that in like a stadium. We sell tickets to this, right? Because America would go crazy. They'd show up for this shit, right? You got it at a stadium or an arena. And they wheel in the bad guy, and it's just like wrestling. Everybody's booing him. Hey, you motherfucker. Boom, put him in there. Any last words? We let him have his last words, of course. And how about this? We, we This is how we do it. You know how NASCAR does, uh, gentlemen, start your engines? Let's say the last name of the family that, that he murdered was Smith, and there's a, a surviving member. Uh, Mr. Smith, would you like to press the button? And Mr. Smith gets to push the button of the wood chipper. I like it. Uh, let's see. A cage full of horny gorillas. See, th- these can all be in the death bowl. See, we and we have them draw it out, and then the, the, the cage of angry chimps. I think we tase them in the rectum region or in the genital region. That really will piss them off. And I, I think chimps are a lot meaner than gorillas. Gorillas, it's a better show. It's a better visual because the gorillas are big and giant. But, man, if you had, like, you know, 40 chimps, in it, and, and, and then we execute the chimps because they can't have the taste of blood. We get rid of them. They're, they're like sick chimps. They're like chimps that we, we, we've we done all the fucking, you know, um, all, all the experiments on. They, like like, like they, all the makeup companies, they use these chimps. So we'll just take those. They're angry from being fucked. We don't even have to tase them because they're going to be angry. I mean, watch a Planet of the Apes movie. You'll see what I'm talking about. Throw them in that room. Boy, the crowd goes wild for that one. I told you all a few days ago, if someone hurt my kids, I'd make <laughs> make medieval tortures blush. Oh, amen to that. Make a game show out of it. Bag over the head and they walk on a NASCAR track and the race is going on. If they get hit and live, they're set free. That can be in the, look, that can be in the bowl of death. Torture, make them listen to a failing Sacramento radio show. <laughs> Roll the motherfucker in a carpet and put him in a giant-sized deli meat slicer. I love it. I'm surprised nobody has brought up, why not a game show like the Running Man show? Yeah, because, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The reason why I don't like the game show aspect of it is is because they deserve to die. They don't get another chance. They deserve to die. If, if you're a part of the Death Bowl, you did something really heinous. 
This isn't for jaywalking or cheating on your taxes. This is like you're a kid rapist and a murderer or a serial killer or something like that. You, you don't get any opportunities. No, 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 no. The Death Bowl is not an opportunity place. We're not equal opportunity here. If you're a part of the Death Bowl, you're dying. Bring back Tony Stewart back for NASCAR race. They'd be sure to hit by a car. Slow death, perforate their, their colon. Okay. See, not, not a lot of good TV with that. Let's go idiocracy with the dildozer with a burrito supreme torching duck fuckers. Okay. Oh, I'm all in favor of like a gas chamber. Like I said, man, the death bowl can be anything that you desire. And it's a big old bowl of ideas. It's like it, it, it's like when you go to a new restaurant and they got that big fish bowl out there and you see all them business cards in there. That's what the death bowl's like. Now, when you go to that business like four or five years later and everybody realizes that the food sucks and you only see one business card in there, that's not what we're going for. We want to keep our fishbowl full. That's what we want. Remember that doctor a few weeks ago that tried to kill his family by driving the Tesla off the cliff and they all lived? Which probably could be the greatest advertisement for Tesla known to mankind. This guy, this doctor, took his wife and his two kids in their Tesla and drove off a 250-foot cliff. The wife responded to paramedics when they got down there. He tried to kill us. But her husband's lawyer said in court last week that she doesn't want him to be prosecuted. Um, A domestic violence expert and local district attorney handling the case said that this type of behavior in a victim is not uncommon. Um, Let me just say this. If you put your wife and your kids in a car and you drive off a cliff, I don't think it's going to be up to the wife to press charges. I think you tried to commit vehicular, well, you tried to commit murder. Not vehicular murder, you tried to murder your family. And your wife can be nice and everything and say, oh, I don't want to press charges. But I, I, no, uh-uh, no. You, you, you don't get to walk away. This is not something that a marriage counselor can fix. Can you imagine sitting at that marriage counselor's office? Well, what seems to bother you today, Gladys? Well, doctor, uh, my husband, who's really been aloof lately, um, well, he said that we were going to take a drive on the coast. And what he did is he packed up our car, a new Tesla, and he drove it off a 250-foot cliff on purpose trying to kill us. See, that, that's a lot different than he doesn't take the trash out or he, he doesn't listen to me when I'm talking to him. Do you want to come in here? Do you want to do this? 
it's up to you if you'd like to or not. I mean, I wasn't planning on it, but if you, you're here. No, you were coming down here to see. I, I know what you're up to. Let's go. Come on. You're on the air. Let's go. Put the headphones on. Your microphone's working. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only bratty kid. I don't remember the whole thing, just the, the end of it. So, um, a real quick update here. Hold on a second. Let's get the right music. Oh, we are allowed to do this. Do what? I miss this show. Is Stefano still alive? Uh, no, Stefano quite dead. So, um, an update on things going on. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, you know, um, living on our own is, is always good. Rent's due on the first. You know, usually it's late on the second, and you got to get your shit out on the third. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, that's just not my rules. Um, that's the apartment complex's rules, too. So, um, in January, was it January? Yeah, I guess in January, I had my famous Facebook post about child support due. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to be able to pay child support um, because, you know, the judge hasn't ordered him to, even though that was um, wrong. Um, but um, that's besides the point. Uh, somebody uh, didn't pay his rent on the first, it seems. Oh, no. Oh no, that oh. that's never oh. good. Well, m- maybe he did pay his rent on the first, but uh, according to the apartment, he didn't pay his rent on the first, and so he got a little notice. Well, February first comes around, rent's due. Oof, didn't think like he paid that, or Uh-oh. he was maybe late. Uh oh. And then, uh, well, he texts my daughter. At 3 a.m., wanting to know. Uh, real quick, uh, that is not an approved time. It's not an approved. Not time. an approved time. No. Okay. What? What? What did he? What did he? Did he text that he was in dire needs to see his son, his newborn seven-month-old son, Roscoe? No. No. But interesting. But that that did get brought up in this conversation okay. in the wee okay. hours of the morning. Remember that little document that he signed um, at the lawyer's office that, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to pay child support Psst, first of the month? Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, not texting odd hours of the morning mm-hmm. yeah, out the door. Well, um, I totally just forgot where I was going with this. Uh, let's see. Uh, he texted this morning at oh, 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah. He texted this morning at 3 a.m. Um, see... When you don't pay your rent two months in a row. That's not good. That's not good. Not good at all. Um, well, I mean, he did pay it. He was late, but still not good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they want him out of his apartment. You know, oh, that, oh no, no. Oops, a daisy. So now, now they brought a, a, a third friend in on this, and they have this brilliant idea that they're going to rent a house. So at 3 a.m., they text my daughter wanting to know who my realtor is here in Texas because they're, she's going to be able to help them get them a house. Um, 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 wait, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, our realtor, I, I, I know realtors do help with rentals, but our realtor sells houses. Yeah, she sells houses. Mo- most realtors sell houses because they make more money that way. Yeah, but you know how he hated the military? So I can yeah. see where he's going with this. Okay. He's going to try to use that uh, military... Uh, loan the VA loan mm-hmm. to get himself a house but see the problem is um 
when you have like I don't know four hundred credit, easy. You can't get a house. Easy does it on bad credit people now. I mean, that, I mean, I, I I strive for four hundred. Well, that's good, but you know, you're not trying to buy a house either. Mm-hmm. But um, and I'm pretty sure the other two roommates, well, potential roommates, don't have much better credit. Oh no. 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 So I don't think that my realtor is going to be able to work okay. magic for them. But that's not even but, the best part of this story. So then the, uh, he may have figured that out. Well, in the meantime, though, they're, they're going to try to rent this house, um, the three of them. Right. And um, Here's the delicious part. They wa- He wants my daughter to give him a loan so that he can pay for first and last month's rent deposit. I mean, I mean... Uh, <laughs> But, but it's 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 not my daughter he wants the loan from. Mm-hmm. He wants her to ask me to give him the money because. Whoa, 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 whoa! I did not know that part. Well, yes, there's something in there along the line of your mother supports me or likes me or something. Me, the answer is no. The fuck, I don't. So. The story I heard this morning, I came in early this morning. You, you know, I wake up weird times, and I start prepping the show. And the spawn was awake, and, and young Roscoe came in here with no clothes on and besmirched my couch, which is okay. Typical day. Um, but she's telling me this story that he texted her, and he wants a loan so he can get a house. And I'm sitting there going, wait a second. And and she was smart enough to see this one on her own. Why would she give him a loan if he's not paying her sp- child support? Well, then he also tries to make her feel guilty about, you want me to better myself. Mm-hmm. You you know, I was there for you. Where the fuck were you? Oh, oh but it even gets even better. Oh, and if, Here if you go. Here, she gives up. him this loan. Ready? And this is in writing, y'all, because he's that dumb. Oh. If he... If she gives him this loan, he will watch his baby more. Now, that one kind of caught me off guard. You see, you see, I, I'm very protective of Braddy Kid. And, and I have to protect her from herself. Because Braddy Kid is probably one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. That's right. Shut up. I'm paying you a compliment here. And uh, Braddy, uh, look, I've said it before, Braddy Kid saved my life. She did. Every day. No, I, you're, you're killing me now. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that Braddy Kid's spawn is just as nice as she is. She has the ability to be. She has the ability to be. Sometimes she's not. She's a caring person. You raised, it, you raised a, a, a good, caring person. And it wouldn't surprise me to, to, that, that she would skip all that. And, and one of my guilty pleasures in this world would have been to have her allow him to, or, or have her give him the loan, just to see what your reaction would be. Because I know that you would absolutely, positively lose it. So, but for him to say, if you give me more money, if you give me this money, I'll watch my child. Do you know what that's equivalent of? That's like going up to your boss and saying, hey, if you pay me more, if you pay me more, 
I'll work harder. But I guess my question to him would be, so you want me to fund this this stupid adventure. So I guess living in, in a bedroom where you have your own washer and dryer usage for free, you know, your own shower for free, not that you use it, but your own shower, to you upgraded to the living room on a fucking futon. Now you're going to upgrade to a house with all these people. So you want me to, to make go into the business with you and, and give you a loan but how do I take you at your word? Because I believe when this baby was born, you know, the baby that you wanted, all 20 of your children, this is the first one, that you were going to take care of your child. Why am I the one taking care of your child? Weird. Weird how Weird. I'm taking care of your child. You were still going to take care of your child when you moved out. And yet you're not. No, no. But you, here's yeah. here's a couple thousand dollars for a down payment because you're definitely going to pay me back because your word is, is everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He's going to pay you back for sure. Here's one question I have, and you can just uh, you can just give me a, a thumbs up or thumbs down here, Spawn, because now my entire studio's full of people. Um, have you met this third person yet? Okay, you know the third person. Okay, so you're getting you're you're going to go into a house where there's going to be two other people, and I would imagine that they all probably like girls. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Okay, you don't know what whatever whatever, but they could possibly be bringing people over to this house while young Roscoe is in the house. So here, but n- not a thought of that. Not a thought of that. So here's the text message. Okay. She says, I'm not asking my family to help my ex-husband. And he says, why? I'm the father of their grandson. Why would y'all not, like I'm trying to be all Texas, y'all not want to help me get my life right for Percy, for me and Percy too. Oh, 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 oh. oh. His name is Roscoe. The answer is because you're a fucking scumbag? Is is that the answer possibly? Well, I was going to call his parents and ask him if they would help me with child support since he can't pay. And daycare oh costs since I'm the God. daycare. This guy, I swear to God. Why is this guy even upright? Why is he even upright? Fucking A. Well, now hopefully he will be on the streets. Uh, I mean, what a fucking joke. What a joke. You know, you're the donor. You're not a father. Um, uh, Desert Runner said, I'd give Bubba the dog alone before this loser guy. I'd give him $2,000, but he signs away rights to Roscoe. No. 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 Because he's still got to pay. He's such a man, he's about to lose his baby's last name. The baby's going to take a different last name. Uh, Tell him instead that money is going towards his child. He can get a van and find a river. (laughs) So this is what... (laughs) <laughs> this is what the uh, well the, the the donor now will be known as is this guy. Live in a van down by the river. <laughs> the old Matt Foley character of living in a van down by the river. Uh, that is going to do it for the show today. Thank you to my uh, my my two co-hosts, the three co-hosts, Braddy Kid, the Spawn, and and Mr. Roscoe, of course. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Tomorrow is a Friday, people. You have made it all the way to Friday. Uh, if you see him on the street, how fast are you going when you run him over? Uh, no, I'm stopping. Oh, this is, this is going to be a savage beating.
Oh, I'm sorry. This is going to be a savage uh, self uh, self protection because he did threaten me first. Remember, he was going to knock my fat ass out on the ground. That's the phrase that pays right there. He should just go to jail like an honest person. Can we rename him the deadbeat? Uh, soon enough. The, the donor to the deadbeat? Absolutely. Uh, Ask family, thank you for another great show today. I do appreciate it. We will be back tomorrow. Ruby will be joining me for a part of the show tomorrow. We're looking forward to that. I haven't had Ruby on the show in a long, long time. See how she's doing. Uh, until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic Thursday and adios, everybody. Uh Well, I got a bumper sticker on the back of my truck. There ain't another like it cause I had it made up. I can tell who's behind me. They give themselves away. Lay on their horn when they read this phrase. Honk if you honk, it's honk. Don't if you don't, but if you do, don't you love to honk if you honk, it's honk. Well, me and Friday night go hand in hand. Ice cold beer and a swinging van. A girl on my arm that won't let go. She caught my little sign about a mile ago. Honk if you honk your tongue. Don't if you don't, but if you do, don't you love to honk if you honk your tongue. The other day I was cruising through town Sheriff pulled me over, I thought I had it now I rolled down my window, he said with a grin I want one of them stickers or I'm gonna run you in Honk if you honk it honk Don't if you don't, but if you do Don't you love to honk if you honk it honk Honk if you honk it honk man pal i coined the phrase i am the man Woo! diamonds are forever and so is the arnie state show Woo! you've been listening to the arnie state show at arnieradio.com stop it stop it stop 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 talking um i i did just want to take a moment to thank everybody goodbye now i am going to go get late goodbye see you tomorrow hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.